Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Rob Thompson, Rudy J, R and R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. You made it. R and R in the morning, a Friday edition. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson, and good morning. Don't adjust your sets, early birds. Yes, that's James Fledger. Pledgy's in the building. He does every other day early shifts. Yeah. That, you want to talk about a beatdown? What's that? Do a do a uh, oh yeah every other day. Wake up at three, then wake up at what do you? What's a normal morning like for you, Pledge? Because you're normally uh, taking pictures in a hall by <laughs> by five forty five. For real, he's taking selfies <laughs> by, by by four fifteen. Pledges two selfies. <laughs> we need a hundred impressions a day. He starts running. I was told we need a uh, hundred social media posts per day, so I, I have to get up early and get started on that. What do you think is the closest we've come since we've been told that? I don't know. What do you think the most we've done in a day, like but as a unit? I and saw the impressions on the video from the contest the other night, and it is far and away the biggest trending impression video on our Instagram page. On Instagram? The second one is you listening in the car, smoking a cigar to really? the Blitz. Yeah. I got impressions. Yeah. People are weird. Yes. People are weird. What? Like, first of all, it's illegal. Man, I, I'm, I got a meeting about this. I just want, I want to change the subject. I'm just the, get ready for the term no. impressions. Yes. I'm. When are you meeting? Uh, at some point today. <laughs> You know, you know you in trouble. Yeah, I know you in trouble. Like those, you, I, I hated those days. Like, man, my report card. It's report card day. That, yeah. but that walk to the door from the mm-hmm. bus is so brutal. You're like, dude, I don't even know what to say. I, like, uh, I'm sorry isn't enough because this was willful indifference. And because the the and your reasoning for it is like the same reason you've used seven times. Yeah. Like, I know I have to do it, but I just can't do it. Just, like, hey, Rob, that's not good enough anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So I got one of those meetings coming this afternoon. But how do you break that? Like, I don't know. You don't. You pull the curtains back. It's early. It's Friday. Yeah, first so, of and all, early birds deserve it. Yeah, early birds. So Rob is the type of guy. There will be a full fledged WhatsApp sports star conversation going on, and Rob will say absolutely nothing until the next day. Like he checks out once he leaves here. I don't know where he puts his phone. I don't know if he puts it up at the top of the closet on silent, <laughs> <laughs> but you will not hear from Rob no, once I he don't... leaves this place. He does not. He's not a phone person, which is a great. It's a great trait to have because I'm. I feel like I'm too attached to mine, so I wish that I had that trait. 
because you really check out. And you're not thinking about Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Don't think I'm not lurking. I know you lurking because you have the Apple Watch. And depending on what's said, like if it's important enough, you'd be like, hold on. Yeah, I I like the conversation. But for me, I just I don't (laughs) think in 140 characters. I don't think that way. And I don't think about throwing it down when it happens. You don't think about a hot take and then tweet it? Oh, I know. I think about the hot take. It's filed, though. I just it just goes into the hamper, the hopper. Well, you have three hours to get those off your chest. Yes, on air. See, so I a, feel you. There's a there's a finite amount of space in there, and if I start emptying it on the other, I, I'll have nothing to talk about. But you got to remember, there's I know Twitter people that won't hear. I know, it. I know. I am the old guy with the flashing light on his VCR. I'm that guy. I know. I know there's a no, problem. You do social. You I, do I, social. I do, you a little do bit. it. You do it. I'm not gonna throw you under the bus. Like you do your social. It was a real nice article that was tweeted out last night about him uh, falling backwards into radio, which is a uh, well, that apt. was a weird choice of words. Well, I did not fall really. ass backwards into it. As in most things in life, ninety percent of success I have found just being in the room. Just I, show up. I fell ass backwards into radio. I tried to get in. I was beating. I was kicking the door. Oh, I kicked the door once I figured it out, but it, I didn't figure it out until. Yeah, so who did this article? You got an article done on you. Who was this? Who did this? Where can they find it? Where can uh, people read it? I don't know. Don't do that. You see, this is, you see, he don't want his impressions. See, I got his impressions. You can yeah. find this article <laughs> on Twitter at SA Sports Star. It is also on our Facebook uh, Thank feed. Thank you, Pledge. It was a nice article on it's a Rob. Beautiful article and his story on coming into radio. And now he does. Now he wants to hide. He's blushing. <laughs> and now he's turned the sports star into this fully functioning death star. You know, if it was possible, okay. Uh, you know, the, did you ever read the the Great Gatsby? I was supposed to. I would. I, I, just I, che- I would prefer. I just cheated off someone's paper to be the Gatsby s character that you just hear from three hours a day. In a I perfect would world, to disappear. And just be in the airwaves and have my my group gathering, and then we. You know what? It, it's a fine. But that's that's not how the world works. You know what though, Rob? This is what you say when you go in there today. You say, you know what? I'm worried about being too accessible, too saturated. Too exce- if I'm too accessible, will people like you know? I want to stay a little bit um, behind the radar, behind the smoke, in the clouds, in the cut, because there is no. Well, I'm being funny, but there is something to being too accessible. Yeah, there is something to but, that. I'm just trying to help you out for your meeting. I know, a, but I, I can't defend the indefensible. I'm yeah. not going to go. I mean, you if, can. If, uh, and if it wasn't for and well, he and and but you and, and no, I'm not going to do that. I got to just take my beating because I'm I was wrong, or uh, I omitted this. Was, these were sins of omission, which are always worse than sins of commission. See me. Well, I do feel like if I ever like if my radio career came to an end i do feel like i would take a huge sabbatical from social like i need a break from it but at the same time i do like social media i do like the attention i do like the likes i do like to make well, people laugh think of the business we're in yeah. i like it i like it i ain't gonna lie i got an idea for uh social impressions what's that once a day what well, should you do rob take a picture with your pose Oh, no, my ch- well, I was gonna. I could I don't go. Need his uh, hands on his hips. I could go mid fifties uh, milf realtor and show some cleavage, dude. What is up with that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm not like, a fan I, of it. What? I'm, not, I'm not against it. I'm just uh, no. I've, I've always wondered, like, so a husband and wife choose the hot realtor. 
Well, I don't understand. I don't. I I never understood the, the the thought process behind like I'm gonna be the hot realtor because how do you get the family to hire you, or is it the single guy hiring you? Well, it's the single guy and the married guy. I mean, well, when, you kind of figure if if your realtor's negotiating with a dude, you and it's that. You might have a leg up but there. What, no pun intended. Is your wife letting you hire the the smoking realtor? I don't know. I've never done that. I've the realtors. I've I've had one, two realtors in my life. One was family, and one was referred. I've only had one. We only. I've been in our same house for seventeen years now, so we've only had one. But, but in our I always line of wondered work, the thought process. But they make money. It seems like what, must help. But but in my line of work, and I guess in everybody's, I mean, realtors they promote themselves on all the socials, and you know I. Anybody who says, I want to be your friend, who am I to say no? You know, I, I take everybody, everybody because we're in radio. But when, you, when I go through my, my feed, when I say yes to everybody, there's a lot of realtors who don't know me. And you know, I don't know you, but I assume you're listening. But they're, I'm really just a, a conduit to get their realtor stuff yeah. out. It's nothing but MILF realtors with boobs scrolling <laughs> through my feed. It's just one. It's almost embarrassing. If my wife's like, what, what exactly are you doing? I'm just saying yes once you, yeah, once you're in a certain algorithm, they feel like, oh, this is what oh, Rob likes. likes. Milf boob realtors. Yeah. <laughs> Which who doesn't? I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I don't. I got a question, Rob. If you were to all of a sudden need a new house, let's say next month, <laughs> would you why, use why one of those? Because I, hell no, you wouldn't uh, use one of those. Well, you never know. Because this is what I'm wondering. Like, Social media, advice promoting their brand. I, I'm selling houses. You've got all these realtors to choose from. Mm-hmm. Or would you go the old-fashioned way of finding yourself a realtor? I got too many homeboys that sell houses to for me to go that route. You know what I mean? Like, I got too many friends that sell cribs. I'm like, why would I do that? That didn't make any sense. I, uh, I'm not doing I, that. I, and not, it ain't because I have anything against it. I'm like, yo, trust me. If I was, if I had abs and 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 pecs and everything, I'd be naked too. <laughs> no, I get I'd it. I'd be naked. Rudy J, the shirtless. I realtor. would be naked. Like I'd be on Streamyard, robbing Greg and Lance, and be like, hey, Rudy, you gonna have to put a shirt on on Streamyard. I'm just We're saying, smart events. We're getting flack. <laughs> I'm just saying, in terms of like somebody that's randomly in your Facebook feed and you have no, no. real background on. Well, How they do, are as a realtor. I get referrals, but I, just because of that, I wouldn't discount it. I'm just saying that it's very interesting what that a, that is the method that I've seen of the for promotion. And the sad works. thing is it works. At least. I don't think it's sad. I don't think it. I don't know how much it helps in the long term, but at least it gets you on the feed. Yeah. It's hard to argue, but it is a, a rather When you get thing. enough likes and comments, it just hits everyone's yeah. algorithm. But it is a. At least in my feed, pretty consistent. And that's another two. That's another key. A lot of people want to be too cool. Like if you really need <laughs> your, if you want to get your algorithm up, you can't be too cool. And what I mean by that is, when people comment on your stuff, you have to comment back. If you're just a guy, like let's say like a Minix, Minix doesn't like your post. Minix doesn't like your comment. Minix doesn't comment on your comment. He just leaves you there because he's big time. And then guess what? It falls out of the algorithm. You have to. If somebody says, "Oh, that's nice," you thank you. Oh, Rudy, blah, blah. oh, cool. So it stays in the feed. It stays in the feed, but like people ah. like, but the superstars like Minix, they're just like, oh, okay, he commented. I don't give a damn. I, don't, I ain't gonna even like your comment. It's I didn't know next, I could. Next thing you know, Facebook is gonna be like, okay, he's gonna care about his posts. Neither do we. We will put it over here on the side. But should you keep commenting? 
Facebook's going to keep throwing it in your friend's feed. And then next thing you know, you're at impressions. Ernie's happy. Morgan's happy. Rob is out the doghouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you had, a, bun- you had a bunch of likes on your article. I did? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Here's the thing. I give up. He doesn't even know. <laughs> he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. I sent the I sent a link of the to the of the article to my mama. Oh, you did? So we go over there for dinner. What's and she I'm say? waiting for her to say something. Okay. So we're eating and finally about halfway through the meal, I go, Well, did you <laughs> did you get the text? Right. She goes, Yes. What a weird picture. I go, Mom, that was an article. <laughs> She's like, what? That's what you got from that, mom? And she goes, it was like, and it's the picture of me in the Hawaii. I don't know where the. Yeah, where it. were you? Yeah. I don't know. And it's like, Rob Thompson falls ass backwards into radio or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what the headline is, but falls That's backwards into radio. That's the headline. So my mom <laughs> thought I'd just send her a picture like, hey, mom, look at this. I don't know. She didn't know to click the she link. No you idea you're that supposed it, to tell her, hey, I mom, know. press the link. I thought we had worked that out. I also, um, well, I, so. She finally got it open, but you know I'm 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 kind of waiting for Mama to be proud. We're halfway through the meal. I'm like, dude, she hasn't even commented. That's, that's the real reason that he's not saying anything because he sent it to his mama for approval and got nothing. I got nothing. So he just shelled up about like, it. She thought maybe I was being like trolled on socials, like somebody had posted that. Like, look at this idiot. She said, "What a weird picture." Yeah, she was like, like, "What a, what a weird picture." Is it? I, I, because you wear shirts like that all the time. I really had seen the picture once. So I thought, well, okay, picture. What about what they said? You know, did she disapprove? Because all of that's a story. Oh. So we clicked on it. And then, and then she, she told me she loved me and I was her favorite child. And we moved on. Are you the favorite? Uh, I, in that. my mind. I don't know. Which is always, it's the age old question. Do parents have a favorite? Oh, yeah. No, they don't. I think some do. I don't. I don't either. I dislike them both equally. Exactly. There's you know what? Perfect. Well said. There's, I'm a benevolent king. Let's talk some sports. Dan Quinn is staying a Dallas Cowboy. Translation, nobody wanted him. Dis- I disagree with that yeah, entirely. Nobody, nobody offered Dan Quinn the I job. I disagree. No. You don't that, think anybody offered? I don't think anybody offered. I think he's... And then he wants to come back like, hey, I'm doing y'all a favor. I'm staying. No. You never got the actual offer, Dan. He got two interviews with the Bears. And they hired who? Could Malarsky Elderlesby? What's his name? I don't know. You, I don't know this dude. You you should know this dude. His name is Matt Eberflus, and he what? is one of the He's hottest. Why are you hyping this guy this up guy so much? This guy has been around the block. There's you, no question. R.J. Ochoa talking Eberflus for when he was with the Cowboys for four years now. So 2011 to 2017. Yeah, I've heard of the cat, but I feel like Dan Quinn turned him down. That this is very much Plan B. This is how it feels to me. Now I, we'll never know. Why do six interviews if you didn't want any of the job? Come on, Rob. You did I six think of the Jerry nine. Called openings. him and said, "Okay, I'd I let think, you talk to me last. That's all I'm asking. Talk to me last." I think everybody asked him about twenty eight to three, and he didn't have a good answer. Man, that's been so long. No, ago. it matters. It ma- If dude, you know if what my what, answer is Tom if, Brady. That's my answer. Tom if, Brady. If Des Bryant is getting asked about his mother being a prostitute, I can ask Dan <laughs> Quinn about being up twenty eight three in the Super Bowl. And he no, don't I have agree. a good answer. No, there's no good answer other than I, I really don't think he got offered, Rob. I don't. I really so don't he would have like been. It. You don't do six interviews if you don't want to leave. If you don't want to leave, you do two. Well, tops. No, I, if it behooves you to take the interview, if I'm your boss, I tell you go take the interview. It makes you okay. a better employee. And if you need to go, go. But all I'm asking, and I know Jerry's the type to just talk to me last, my brother. 
Just go get the best you can. And if I can't match it, go with God, but talk to me last. Okay. And you think he got a little bit of raisin I'm rage. sure there's a little bit a little of candy corn. coming down the hall. I don't, I don't know. Or something. I'm not sure if Jerry, re, uh, you know, adjusted the contract, but yeah, a little, little, little gravy to go on your potatoes. Maybe a, a little extra special car lease or use of the yacht for a week with the fam. Something like that. I have a feeling something would be worth that. A new hat to turn around new, backwards. <laughs> new bala cap. <laughs> a new hat. The, yeah. the NBA all-stars are, are announced. The starters. The were starters. Announced. Yeah. And uh, his name is Wiggins, Excuse me. and he's a starter. He's in the front court. Someone had to correct me. I was like, how's this dude starting over Booker? Someone was like, hey, Rudy, just so you know, technically, Booker's backcourt. He's front court. so pick someone else. And then when I when I got to thinking of front court, I couldn't really think of anybody else. It should be him. Maybe Gobert. Maybe Draymond. I don't, I don't know who else. I mean, Anthony Davis has been hurt too long. I don't know what forward I would put in his position if since we're since technically we're still under those rules, but we'll get into it. Oh, we will. Okay, we will. Spurs get at it again tonight. Welcome home, uh, Demar Derozan, starter, starter for the East. That does not fare well for San Antonio's free agent chase. If you come to place the San Antonio, guess what? When when Demar was a Spur, he was the hundred and seventy fifth best player in the league. What what remember that ranking that came out from Sports Illustrated? It was we like eighty two. Yeah, like eighty second. Yeah. You leave the Spurs, you go to Chicago, you're the, the starting lead guard for the East. But props to DeRozan for giving yes. Pop his credit. Absolutely. Because I mean, I was it was about three weeks ago. Because I remember we we debated it somewhat, and I was like, whatever. Like Pop didn't make him any better. You like no, Rudy. He actually did. And then like a week later, he was like, no, Pop made me better. Rudy. <laughs> yes. Like Pop made me better, Rudy. Shut up. Listen to Rob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, I'm wrong a lot. Well, I think I, I'm glad he said that because seriously, how does that look for because us it, as a franchise and as a fan base? It's bad. I if, mean, it looks awful. It's bad. If he doesn't say that, it does look awful on us. So, well, I'll pull up receipts for the, the San Antonio Spur haters that he actually said Pop made him better. And by the way, there is, in fact, football being played on Sunday. Two divisional games. And we it, got spoiled last week. Or, We're not even, no one even cares about this game. And I think Pledge hit it on the head. That the weekend, and like you just said, the weekend was so good that the to, the reasonable man goes, there's just no way you mm-hmm. can measure up. And normally that's when you get the craziness. But it just doesn't feel like a crazy weekend. I don't no. smell an upset. And I we smell had a couple UFC of good games. last weekend, too. It was, it was just a great weekend. Uh, great college basketball weekend. This coming well, up. got the uh, Big 12 SEC a confrontation as they cross pollinate for the weekend. Good basketball games all weekend long, and uh, we're getting closer and closer to the madness that is March. We'll have all your games no. as we always do. Is Luca forward? No, he's a point guard. That okay? So there is a fix, right? There's a fix. There's we a got fix. It. Just no position. We've got it. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Let's go. Hey, we'll mama. Dig into it, but before we go there, we want to help you get there with your headlines. It's time for the four one one and the two one zero. Here's the four one one. In the 2 one Headline 2. We'll start things off this morning with Los Angeles Lakers forward Carmelo Anthony calling fans taunting in the loss to the Sixers unacceptable as they fell 105-87 last night, a game you could actually hear right here on San Antonio Sports Star if you were listening. The incidents caused the referees and players from both teams to intervene during the game and with seven minutes remaining in the fourth quarter, 
Anthony actually confronted a fan standing behind the row of courtside seats near the court at the Wells Fargo Center, saying afterward that the fan referred to him as boy. So now, times. according to Chris Haynes, it was multiple times. And Chris, keep in mind now, Carmelo Anthony is one of those guys that's been yeah. heckled and criticized He's his whole career. So, And I've never seen him walk to the stands. So if him going to the stands, it had to be something that he felt like, yo, I need to kick this dude's ass. He's getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And he actually said, it's unacceptable. I'm cool with fans heckling, trash talking, cheering for their team, booing. I'm all for all that stuff. But when you cross certain lines as a man, you just... That's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to get. That's what you saw right and there. Props to the fans around him for snitching the guy out. Like, yeah, he was saying it. Kick his ass out of here. You know, I'm, I'm not advocating violence, and I never will. But in situations like this, what what should have to happen is the heckler and Carmelo need to be put in the same room together. <laughs> You two go stand in the same room together. We're going to shut the door, and we'll be back in five minutes. In certain countries, they wouldn't mind that. Certain- <laughs> just, you guys figure it out. Yeah, see, that's the thing. You know you get to do that without consequences. Yeah, there should be some immediate consequences. And, you know, you'd like to think they'll go in there, and Carmelo and those two would hug it out and realize all the... Or, I don't know, but we'll be back in five minutes. Right. You think you can sit over there and say that <laughs> with the veil of, of protection because yes. you're sitting down facing a guy in the lights? You can't. Yeah, I agree, Rob. But I don't want you to hit him. I just want there to be some. Uh, let's just let's, uh, let's just chat, as my dad would call it, a come to Jesus. Yeah, man. let's just chat. <laughs> let's move on. Headline one. Well, Rudy J. Oh, bear must be Bears news. What the, is directed at me? The Bears hired Indianapolis Ooh. Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus to be their next head coach. The 51-year-old was the with the Cowboys from 2011 to 2017, where he was the oh. linebackers coach and eventually elevated to passing game coordinator at wow. one point before moving on to Indianapolis. What do you think <laughs> of your hire, Rudy? You know what? I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't know him. I know, and I, I, the thing about it with the Colts is he has a bunch of studs over there. So He's got a few studs on, in, in Chicago. They just weren't used right. There's some players on that defense. I don't, I don't know what to think, but, I mean, Pledge thinks highly of him. The great R.J. Ochoa thinks highly of him, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And more importantly, Rudy, they stayed on brand. They went and got a defensive coordinator. They stayed Bearsian. That might be a good or a bad thing. In my mind... For the Bears to be okay, great, so they got to stay on brand. Who are they going to bring in the QB? Who are they going to bring in to develop fields? I don't know. That's going to be the uh, primary A number one judgment for Mr. Eberflus is and, who he brings in to raise up his young quarterback. And when you bring people in, usually they pull from trees that they're familiar yep. with. So he grew up kind of in that tree in 2011 with the Cowboys. So he's got ties with Jason Garrett. He's got ties with Frank Wright. He's got ties to the the Eagles kind of wait, wait, mantra. Wait, 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 Garrett, as your is your quarterback that. coach. Uh, I'll, I'll pass. Okay, you you pass. Yeah, I'm a pass. Not a hard pass, just like uh, I mean Romo and Prescott. Truth. Romo and Prescott. Those were his boys. I mean, he's he's coached some good ones and made them better. Took two guys. That quite frankly had no business being where they were, and got them there. I'm just saying There's something to that. I'm just not sure. Yeah, Bear fan would lose their mind, man. Yeah, now you can't. Go it's there. just a bad yeah. connotation that comes with Garrett, but 
when you really look behind it, it wasn't that bad. No. There, there was other, there's there gonna be other some, issues. There's going to be some hot shot we never heard of. And there might not the be a Ram bad staff thing. But I'll, I'll tell you, that will be what Eberflus will be judged or by. Or it could be something from the Chiefs staff because their GM is from the Chiefs tree. All that. But I, I like the Eberflus hire if for no other reason. They went defense. They went where they've always invested. They've got some guys there. You make Khalil Mack an all-pro in all pro again. I hope so. Suddenly the, the Bears win two more games and we're talking without doing much more. You know what I mean? Headline Zero. The 2022 NBA All-Star Game starters were announced as LeBron James will return to Cleveland as the All-Star Game captain. Wow, that's right. So, the starters from the East are Brooklyn's Kevin Durant, Miami's Giannis Antetokounmpo, Philadelphia's Joel Embiid, along with Trey Young from Atlanta and Chicago's DeMar DeRozan. Over on the west side of things, joining LeBron, we got Nikola Jokic and Andrew Wiggins in the front court <laughs> with Steph Curry and Ja Morant in the back court. Who replaces KD? Is, is KD front? KD front court? Yeah, he's small KD, forward. KD's a forward, yeah. I wonder who's going to replace him. Because he's not going to be back. He's back. He's out six six weeks. So have to look around the Eastern Conference front court. Who's running on the Carolina front court? Is Uber considered a front court guy? He doesn't even start. Oh, though. Yeah, Uber doesn't start though. I don't know who replaces him in the East. I'm trying to think front court guys. Worthy. We're going to talk about the NBA All Stars later in the game, and and then Wiggins over in the West. And the scam that is the voting. That's the 411 and a 210. Hey, coming back, Dan Quinn is staying. What does this mean to Mike McCarthy? Seriously, what do you do? Or how do you function as Mike McCarthy? And what did you think Jerry Jones did? Or did he have to do anything to keep Dan Quinn aground? Uh, Rudy contends that the offers weren't forthcoming, that Dan had to come back because there was nowhere else to go. We'll talk about it next. And in, uh, about 15 to well, about 20 minutes. Okay. There's a weather event that's occurring <laughs> up in the Northeast that is the best of all weather events. You you think a, a, a hurricane is scary? That's nothing compared to what's happening to the Northeast. Do we have, let's just, we need a little bit of this to kind of wake everybody up in the morning because this is happening to our brethren in the Northeast. Bomb Cyclone. Like Bomb Cyclone. Bomb Cyclone. Woo! Bob Cyclone, how'd you like to get that in your forecast? First of all, if that that's what they play on the news, Miles Bridges, that's a good Appreciate one. Appreciate Miles. If they can have a Wiggins, they can get a Bridges. Yeah, I mean, to anyway. replace KD. But yeah, if I heard that on my news, I guess immediately pack, right? You immediately pack and you head out. You don't Bob Cyclone, yes. Yeah, I just wait. I, I, I use the sick time I have and I roll out. Yeah. I'm not waiting around to see like, oh, I don't know. What's going to happen? Tatum not considered the front court, is he? Yeah. I thought Tatum, Tatum was a backcourt. I thought he was a guard. Well, okay. we're going to have a good discussion we'll talk about on this. It. Appreciate that. Yeah, but we no, more Bob Cyclone, I'm out. I'm taking them. I'm packing the kids up. We're digging a few outfits, getting some cash, and we're not going to stick around to see what the Bomb Cyclone brings. We're out. We'll be right back figuring out what Dan Quinn's hat will say. Is it HCDC? What's happening with Dan Quinn? We know he's a cowboy. And what does that mean to McCarthy and the rest of the Cowboys coaching search? Hang around. R&R &R in the morning continues next. This is San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250. And next week, 103.3 FM. Yeah.
A double shot of energy in the AM. Rob Thompson, Rudy J. R&R in the morning on San Antonio Sports Star. ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. R&R in the morning continues on a Friday. Conference champion weekend. Headed toward the Super Bowl. And Cowboys made a decision. I think there could be some off-the-side conversations as the months go on. I think uh, there could be this wink-wink as we talk about Jerry. He's really good at that. I just don't see Jerry doing it right now, but I could be wrong. I'm just going on some of the conversations I've had with people. And by the way, I'll be interested to see if Dan Quinn actually gets one of these head coaching jobs, right? He's been on a lot of interviews and no one's pulled the trigger yet. Is there a possibility that if one of the jobs that he really wants isn't out there, that Jerry could offer him more money to stay? So I think there's a lot of moving parts here still. And I, and I get the interest by the media on one of them where we want answers now, but I don't even think the front office has those answers just yet. That was Jane Slater on the Blitz with the boys on Monday with her weekly. Um, since then, uh, it was announced yesterday Dan Quinn is staying. We it's actually Wednesday. This is the day before this was, Quinn said he was, was coming Wednesday. back. I thought it was. Today's Friday. Yeah, yeah. We, we got. Come on, catch up. Two days ago. Yeah. Yes. And it turns out he's staying, which I, I think a lot of people, at least those of us looking on the outside in, assumed, I don't know what's going to happen with McCarthy. It's, you know, I think even the Sean Payton thing, it just didn't seem like the timing was right. And if it was going to be a Payton, it would be next year. Mm hmm. But I think all of us assumed Dan Quinn was gone. Yeah, I thought he'd get I thought he'd definitely um get a gig. But you know, according to way Slater made it seem again, I'm not saying she knows everything that went on in the interview. She said, you know, he's done six interviews and nobody pulled the trigger. So to me, again, in the first thing before I even heard uh the great Jane Slater say that, I kind of felt like, well, must didn't get offered. Because I, I figure if you go you're gonna travel the country and do six interviews. I'm thinking you, or if someone offered you one, I figured you'd go and take it. But, you know, things happen. Maybe it just wasn't the right offer. Maybe it wasn't the right time. Maybe in like the right direction of the six interviews. And you say, you know what? I'm going to stick around here because, you know, maybe, maybe Sean Payton finds out this year, like, you know what? I want to stay retired. And maybe the Cowboys' job is his if McCarthy falls flat. Well, that's coming it, up right? season. So, you know, it's there's a lot of things into it, but I, but my initial thought was, okay, he didn't get offered a gig, but there's the other side of it. Like, you know what? Maybe he didn't like the direction of some of these teams, the money, the years, the guarantees. Who knows? The fact that the Bears hired a defensive coordinator, I can't imagine that they didn't offer Dan Quinn. I just, it just feels like he did. He said no. Then why do two interviews if you're going to say no? You know, after the first interview, because you Jerry want the gig. went talk to me last. Jerry said, go interview, three interviews, four interviews. But when they offer you, don't accept until you talk to me. Because I might be able to make your life better, easier, and at the end of the day, get you where you want to go. And if the Bears were the best option today, but not the best option for you forever, maybe you reconsider. I, I can't imagine the Bears didn't do that. Because Dan Quinn has earned the right to take the to get back into the game. Most of the time, I am anti retread i want new blood and i i'm happy that we're seeing lots of new guys 
be considered and hired. Now, we can talk ethnicity and that later, but the fact is, it's not a bunch of retreads going on, and I'm, I'm about that. But if you're Mike McCarthy, you know he's no fool. He's working with his potential heir apparent. But to me, I don't think that that's the other thing. Like, okay, he's done a great job with the defense or whatever. It's still the same. It's still a voice that you hear every day. Like, if the team is just like, let's say they're belly up and they're they're going, they start off the season bad. Dan Quinn gonna fix it? They start. He did. No, I'm saying no. I'm talking about as a whole. This ain't just a defensive thing. Once you become the head coach. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, McCarthy starts off one and four, and Jerry pulls the trigger. Like you know what? Now Dan come. Dan, you're gonna be the interim. Does Dan Quinn fix it? I don't know. Well, it depends. If if it felt like McCarthy was in the way, the next guy fixes it. Basaccia didn't ruin it. So and, I guess you kind of fixed it. And he didn't get the offer to gig either. I know. Well, that's the other thing. They've, they're trying to get Josh McDaniels. Right. But Speaking he did, of the Raiders. He didn't get in the way. Yeah. And I don't think Jerry's the type to fire a guy in season. I, I think the one time he did it, I, he regretted it. I don't think he'd do that again. What, in season? Yeah, I don't think he would do it again. I mean, the guy he brought in in season ended up staying 10 years. I know, but I think the firing and the ramifications of what happened with uh, uh, Phillips, I don't think he liked the way that ended. Yeah, but it's just crazy where we are that a guy goes 12-6 and six and he's coaching for his gig. And it's really his first year, 12-6, and six and he's coaching for his gig. That's how crazy the world and social media has gotten. When it really boils down to, like, maybe your QB just ain't that guy. I mean, it has nothing to do with McCarthy. When when your guy, the $180 million guy, can only get the ball to his best receiver once, is that on McCarthy? Or is that on your guy? We're 12-6, and six, and y'all got me on the hot seat. That's insane. And again, this isn't like 12 and 6, 7 years down the line. It's like, yo, it's just too many wild card exits. Too many wild card exits. But some of the whatabouts, rarely do I agree with whatabouts. When you, you say what something, about? they go, well, what about oh, this? Okay, okay. Or what about that? But some of the whatabouts with McCarthy do ring true. They do. Give I mean, me, give me he's a 12 what about. and 6. Well, what about his division? 6 and 0. Oh. But he's playing a bunch of slaps. So that's six wins that most coaches could roll out of bed and get. Of course they are, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, I get so, that. Okay, so there's six. And then the what about he couldn't beat a team with a winning record? But these are all things. See what I'm saying? So there are some what abouts where you go, that's stupid, it doesn't make, it doesn't play. But then there are some what abouts you go, well, yeah, that you're kind of right there. So I agree with you. He went 12 and 6 and you can only play who's in front of you. He didn't get to pick a schedule. That's the schedule he had because he had a crappy year the year before. But the fact of the matter is you can only play who you got on the schedule. So while they're right, there is no retort to that because that's who I had to play. Yeah. Is the team better this year than they were last? Yes. By every Absolutely. measure, this is a much that's better a football team. And if you're going the old school, as Jerry has said in many interview, when he comes to the, down to making a decision and when he really doesn't know, he goes to the old school Albert Einstein line down the middle of the page, positives and negatives, the one with the most wins. 
And I think if you did McCarthy that way and measured the positives and the negatives, there were more positives at the end of the year than negatives. There were negatives, a lot of them. Yeah. That's why Dan Quinn's still here, I believe. What's up, Butch? I got a what about? What about the penalty issues that never got cleared Worthy. up? You're right. And you hear the what about, you go, yeah, but I could retort they managed to go 12-6 and six and had the best offense in football. So, I mean, we can come back with whatabouts, but there are some that are worthy. There's some are fair. There's some that are fair for sure. And that's why he's sitting where he is today. And I do think that there is a wink and a nod at Dan Quinn because we don't know what Sean Payton's going to do. He could turn into Gruden and sit at ESPN for the next 30 years and become the highest yeah, paid dude like there. Sometimes you, re- you, sometimes you hit retirement you're like, you know what, this ain't too bad. Yeah, I, so I can't bank <laughs> on that. But I can bank on keeping a guy that I really like in the building and a guy that evidently the rest of the team really likes and a guy that really, that he might replace, likes as well. And if they're buddies and they come into this knowing full well, the dude, if you trip, I'm going to be here. No disrespect to you. I'm not coming after your job, but I'm here when you're gone. That's how it's going to work. And I think if they understand that, it's not a, it doesn't have to be a, a relationship fraught with, you know, intrigue. We know that if we lose, I'm going to get fired. If we lose, I'm going to, yeah. And you're probably going to take my job. So let's do this together. I don't think Dan Quinn's chasing McCarthy's job. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say that. But it's very apparent. It feels very much like what we're seeing up in Austin with Gary Patterson brought in oh. to be the special overseer and consultant to the, to the Del Conte and the rest of the staff. Yeah. Right out of TCU, standing over Sark, who had a miserable first year. It feels very much the same. It's a dangerous game to play. But that's the business they've chosen. Yeah. It's the mafia. It's a dangerous game to play because, like Pledge just brought up, you didn't have control over these guys while you were firmly the coach. Mm -hmm. While you were the coach, the man, this is your job. You had no control over them. But you're going to control them while they know that you're fired at the end of the season? But I will say this, and I agree with you. But I, but I, I would know. think that this would apply more to the collegiate level than it would the professional. I think it's Because both. film don't lie. No, film don't lie. Film does not lie. But I've, we've all seen people quit on the coach in the pros. We so. have. But I don't, But normally in that situation, you're 0-12, and yeah. there's lots of reasons. If we're there, there's a, they don't need to quit on the coach. The owner will quit on the coach. I don't think that it'll have, I think your players in the professional leagues, 99.99% of the time, are going to give you 1,000% on every snap because they want one more check. Uh, not, again, this, so, is, this is a much tougher schedule they're going to be playing. Yes, there's a lot of – yeah, it'll that's be, the thing that we all need to consider, right? Yeah, it's going to be a much tougher schedule. And I don't, I'm not saying you go out there and quit. I'm just saying this is going to be worse than it was last year. It'll be really easy to go I'm, if I miss this block. I'll have a coach in here that I agree with. No, yeah, no, I don't think anybody does that. But it's just like uh, things just come undone. I think that there's not a much as much want to when it comes to the end. Right. Bomb cyclone is going on in the Northeast. Whatever that is. <laughs> I woke up. Th- I got to start watching the evening news. Did you know it was going to be windy, rainy, and cold this morning? No. Did you know two days ago when you woke up that it would be shrouded in fog and you'd be driving through the British Moors? I do got to watch the news. I got to pay better attention. I haven't watched the news in years. I need to. At 8.30, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Carolina Teague. The Bulls are in town. Say howdy to uh, DeMar. I wonder if he gets a video. The tribute? No. No? He will, but I don't think he should. I loved DeMar while he was here, but can you get a video tribute in three I, I, years? I don't know. I don't, think I don't think I would take the time, but. What is it going to be? It's a bunch of regular season shots? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, uh, we could, you know what? What I would appreciate just a retrospective. Excuse me, I'll say that again. A retrospective of his shoes. Just show, yeah. me, just show all the all the Jays or all the Kobe's that he wears. Uh, yeah, I actually tried to get. I, I went up to him one time in the locker room, and I started talking to him about the Kobe's, thinking, you know, hey, let me get some traction here. Maybe I'd let him know I need. Nah. He was like, I was like, man, it's nice Kobe's. He's like, I have every single one of them, and turned around. Yes, and you will have none of mine. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine having every one of the Kobe's? Yeah, PJ's got PJ, respect to PJ, but I don't, I don't think, think anybody, he has all the No, any, anybody, nobody can touch PJ. I don't, well, I don't think he's into the Kobe's as much. I think he's more of a Jays. No, I think PJ's in there. PJ oh, has true. a problem. He does have he a problem. He has a problem. Has nobody a, touching PJ. He has a problem that I envy. Yes. It's a great problem to have. 40,000 on sneakers at once. It's a good life. <laughs> Although he plays in some, I don't know how you play. The Yeezys when he played in the yeah, Red Octobers. I, I don't know how. Yeah, you know, dude, you're, you're you're hurting yourself. You look good, but I don't know how you can move in some of those. Agree. We'll be right back. Our on the morning continues next after words from these many sponsors. You're on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM twelve fifty and ninety four five FM. San Antonio's home for sports talk is right here. San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM twelve fifty and ninety four five FM. Bomb Cyclone. Bomb Cyclone. Bomb Cyclone. I don't know why I enjoy that so much. It's like a, I feel like it's about to do like, we're doing weather now, but we're the morning. People need to know these things, Rob. We're the the morning. And we're about to be in this new studio where we'll actually have a weather window. We'll be able to look out. And I'll be like, if you you see see what's going on. here, this is where the pressure is building. And I'll be pointing at my forehead. Which would you rather be? On a news channel. Would you like to be Joe Ryan Eagle and do the sports? Would you like to be the weather guy, which every every study shows the weather is the most important part of your 10 p.m. Okay. News? Or would you rather be the news guy that's the face of the broadcast? Well, because I have a big ass, I go weather. What they so they could put the map on your ass? Why, yeah. why, why exactly would you women so, so <laughs> the ladies you want to be the, so the ladies can so the ladies can get their weather and enjoy my come on my over glutes. And check out Texas. See, he don't want to be encumbered by a desk he wants to it's show like, off it's like univision have you ever tried that have you ever stood next to a green screen and tried to no that's probably the toughest thing i do like the people that like the actors that have to do like the seat like you're transformers like optimus prime isn't in front of you but you have to act like he is that's hard oh man uh, you know what i mean like that would be tough. Like you have to act like Godzilla's chasing you. Here's the yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was tough to do. When I worked at EA Sports, we would uh, when part of the game manufacturer, we would go up to a huge studio up in Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah, and we called it the MoCap Studio, the Motion Capture Studio. Okay, and it was a massive. You'd walk into a room that was the size of a basketball gym, like a high school basketball gym. That big with everything green. Oh, I couldn't do it. No shadows, no. and it's just like you're in Is this that what green like 2K orb. And, stuff? and we would for yeah, they would actually have, and you'd have actors that would come out wearing also green suits and little white ping pong balls like on their that would glued onto the suit, like a ping yeah. pong ball in the back of their hand, and one on their elbow, one on their shoulder, one on the middle of their face, and all this. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that with all the little white balls. Yeah, on so they'd yeah. have these balls all over them, yeah. and they would go through these specific <laughs> movements. Like, depending on sport-specific, whether it's oh, oh, soccer. Dodging white balls. Yeah, and it, well, this wasn't, like, first-person shooter stuff. This is, this is games. I know what you mean. Like so you'd have, sports. like, a soccer guy coming yeah. in and doing a little whatever, hezzy. And you'd have a basketball guy doing sham gods and bringing <laughs> yeah, yeah. it back. But it all but the, all you could see were the ping-pong balls. Because right. it's green on mean. green on green. 
Very, and they would have to act too. So you'd have one ping pong ball being the defender sometimes, and Mm. they would have to act. But it was a very, you have to be very skilled at that because the repetitive movements, they had to be exactly the same. So they would hire almost dancers because they had to be able to understand their body movements and go, okay, we need to go back to set three. And they'd take that where they were and they could go back to that. Very interesting That's tough stuff. To do. And this was 10 years ago. I can't imagine what it's like now. Right. That Moore's Law where technology every seven years is whatever, quadrupled. So that was like another eons ago, 10 years ago, what they can do now. We're going to go to Universal Studios next week. I saw that on my email. Our press party. I saw that. I was like, oh. We're taking the entire crew, all of us, all five of the voices heading yes, to Los Angeles. We have got your Super Bowl coverage from front to back, we're going to take you with us as we always do. Make sure you're tuned in, in to us a week from Monday. It will begin, and you'll be listening to us on 103.3 FM. That's right. Take some time today, please, right now. If you're sitting at a stoplight, go find 103.3. Go find it. We'll be here. While you're gone, we're going to talk about you. But go find it. <laughs> um, then just kind of push the button and hold it. And set it. And then on Tuesday of next week, what's the first? Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. On Tuesday, when you wake up and you've still got 94.5, you're going to hear some great music, but it'll be the app, Mm. the station. You'll need to have Mm. 103.3. We. We. I'm sorry, we. We. It'll be we. It used to be the app way back in the day. But will there be any bomb cyclones in L.A.? You know, I, I, I put that in there just because I like Bomb the sounder. Cycle. I don't have any. I really, I really don't have cycle. anything behind just Me exactly what a bomb cyclone is. I just am glad that I live in a, a part of the world where there's no such thing. We don't get that. Yeah. I mean, bomb cyclones a lot like a Sharknado. It does. Oh. It is. It is a manufactured term by by weathermen by Jim Cantori, because he's the only weatherman I would trust to go cover a bomb cyclone because he himself could defeat it. Not the young lady from Univision. Well, there's other reasons, but Jim Cantori is the only human that could actually fight weather. I never understood that to seeing Al Roker. Hi, hey, it's getting pretty bad down here. I'm like Al, your big head ass out of the damn storm. <laughs> well, how'd you like to be Al the got d- a noggin, dog? I've always thought <laughs> at the. Oh, we are way over. We'll be right back. Our in the morning continues Friday. You can tell you're on San Antonio Sports Star. ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. Uh, Rob Thompson, Rudy J, uh, R&R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. I just, love it on Friday. I'm just going through this book that Pledge gave me this morning. <laughs> I'm uh, the interesting read. I'm on chapter one. Oh no, we're we're in chapter four now. We're in chapter four. Yeah, we have reached codicil four. My man Pledge does not play around. Make sure we're prepared, and he kicks us in the in the in the glutes when we're late. And Carl out today. Where's Carl? He's still asleep. He, well, he's doing me a I'll favor. I'll be here later. He's doing you a favor. So you know, I walk into the studio this morning. What happened? And you know, I, I have no issue with the, if you if you got to be gone, go. But just make somebody sure somebody's filling your your spot. Let me know you're going to be gone. I like and that. And just you know, make your deal. I'm, I'm, I, everybody here can do the job, so that's not a big deal. But this week, twice, I have been pleasantly surprised. Really, I have pulled into the parking lot, and one, I kind of like being the first one here. It's it's it's, it's a part of pride with me. It's the athlete in you. 
Maybe. I don't know. It's like you like being the first one in the gym, the last one to I leave. I like being the guy but, that turns on the lights. But Pledge beats you. He beats me <laughs> twice this week. So first, I turn the corner, and I'm pleasantly surprised. I love seeing Pledge. I'm also the last one out, too. And he's also the last one out, but I don't mind that. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a damn. I never had a real issue with being <laughs> the last one. You can have that, Pledge. That's, uh, actually, I fought my entire life to be the first one off. <laughs> uh, but uh, pulling in, I'm pleasantly surprised, but at the same time, I'm like, rats. If I'd have known, I'd have set my alarm earlier. Just to, just for, not like I could have gotten anything more done. I came in at my normal time, but just because I want to yeah. be the first guy here. And then here comes J.R. Smith strolling in here at 540. No, okay. <laughs> Bottle of Henny. What's up? What's no shirt. Yo, where's my Pledge. headline? Pledge, where my where my sports center at? Somebody fill my Henny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Friday. So look, Rob. Gary Hare says bomb cyclone. Think of a northeaster that a northeaster that intensifies rapidly and drops tons of snow, or in case of a hurricane rain, basically going from Cat One to a Cat Three or Four overnight. That's horrifying. Bomb cyclone. Like, bomb cyclone. And bomb they look cyclone. at us like we're crazy when it's 105. At least I know what to do at 105. I'm a leaving. snow hurricane? No. I'm leaving. No. Originally from Northeast and had to deal with it quite a few. What are nor'easters? Nor'easters. Oh. You know how they say a nor'easter? Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. And normally those nor'easters, if there's, depending on the the wind currents, I don't want to get too deep into this. No, let's, we used let's to go get in the those. woods. They used to kind of skirt we we would get them if they're really strong and very very rarely do we get our weather comes from seattle the, our our weather patterns traditionally come down the western edge of the rockies you shouldn't know this and that's where if you're looking you for our, the, this, our future Rob. weather it seems to come that direction according to the jet streams okay i don't know that for a fact but it just seems that way to me bill taylor and the rest of the weather types probably are going, you idiot but that to me very rarely do we get weather that comes from the northeast it just seems that's that's the way the wind blows. But when we used to, it always seemed to be a nor'easter. You watch too much Univision. Because I know you ain't watching just Bill Taylor. Bill Taylor's my favorite guy from Ken's, by the way. Well, now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Well, Joe. I mean, now. Yeah. I mean, we need to get Joe full-time in the building so he can change his Twitter. He needs to change his Twitter, man. Come like, on, come man. on, dog. Like, stop it. Oh, even worse. He's going to hang on to that TV thing forever. Even though. worse, though, his Instagram handle. What is it? It's Joe Reinagle underscore Ken's five. Nah, all that's got to go. I think he'd. Pre- I, I'm pretty comfortable in the fact there might be one other Joe Reinagle in the world. He could probably just eliminate that Ken's five and keep his handle. No, I don't think he's going to lose Joe Reinagle. No, he, unfortunately, he, there's a lot of Rob Thompson. Keep Reinagle. I don't think there's. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. if you're late to the game, you can't find a decent hand under. You have to end up with an underscore or something weird. Yeah, I, I, see, I went. When you, I changed mine. I still hadn't let the cat out of the bag. But oh, you gotcha. were like, you were like, "Hey, Rudy, I need to make you some business cards. What's your handle going to be so I can put it on there?" So I went underscore star mm-hmm. because I was still under the non disclosure where I couldn't say, like, I couldn't be like, you know, yo, what's Rudy up, Rudy ESPN? Like, what the hell? What do you mean? Why is it ESPN there? So I'm the only one without ESPN in my handle, but I roll with star. We're the star. No, you're, you're not. Who else? I am Pledger. Yeah, you are. But see, you're a rock star. You're on yeah, H-E. that's a whole you other do, thing. You're on the damn floor. That's the, a brand. Damn, you've gone to two courtside games in a week. And one. And one. And, and play Connect Four. By the way, so when you win. Yes, let's talk about that. When okay. you win Connect Four, which is a, a crowning achievement in many people's lives. Whatever, Chris. Uh, And you won a $250 gift card to H-E-B. Mm-hmm. That's yes. spectacular. Awesome. Yes. 
They didn't have it on the premises? <laughs> no, they're going to mail it to me. Dog, this is H-E-B. Put it in your wallet, man. Carry it with you. First of all, shout out to H-E-B. Yes, respect. Well, Rob, but... you've worked in radio long enough. I know. Those uh, go missing when you start handing them out yeah, to promo Yeah, you know what? Text. That's true. Sticky-fingered promo text. Did y'all have someone stealing from y'all once? <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. But, you know, promo text, I, don't, I think they live under bridges. But if I was a pro, if I was a promo tech, I'd be stealing. Like, yeah, I gotta hungry. get something. I feel I feel sorry for it's those guys. It's not stealing. You're just recouping leftovers. True. Recycling. Up, up. up it's up. like we didn't give all of these away today, so I've got an extra. I'm gonna go grab myself a Whataburger. Rob, I gave you two free tickets to anywhere in the world right now. Where are you and the misses going? Um, does COVID play into this? Are we are we truly fantasizing, or is this where could I go today, this weekend? Oh, I got. Let's let, uh, let's say let's say COVID is still a factor because it's not going anywhere. So let's leave COVID in it. Where are you going? Anywhere where I give you blank airplane tickets? Anywhere? I'd find a mountain and go skiing. You know what? You haven't been this year, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, but I, you don't I, go I, till I still have some time, March. But I'd find a mountain. I'd like to go spend a couple of days in something spectacular. That's what I'd do. Pledge. Water villa at Bora Bora. Where, okay, where is Bora Bora? I always hear Bora Bora. What country is Bora Bora? Asian Polynesia. Yeah, it's, uh, it's in the South, South Pacific. You're on the, uh, think of Australia. Between here uh, and Australia. You know what? I want to go to Australia, too. I would, I've heard I, great things about Australia. They have great beaches, right? But they have real great whites. Yeah, they have real, real Like, sharks. they have great whites. Yeah. Like, like, like they, leg off. Yeah, they have the kind you don't. That's Bora Bora. You don't run out with it. Yeah. Oh, my god. Yeah, that would be spectacular. But, you know, yeah, that if you're going to do a beach... I think that would be the way I do it. That that's not a damn. That's beautiful. <laughs> Where I would never, you go? What would you do? I want to do. I want to go to Dubai. Dubai. I want to go to Dubai. I don't know why. I love the buildings. I love the the architecture. Mm-hmm. I want to rent a Rolls Royce. See, that's the thing. I don't think I can afford to go to Dubai. <laughs> I don't think I can either. <laughs> that's why we're. That's why we're playing fantasy. Oh, but I, I want to go to Dubai though. I want to wear the whole. I want to oh, go. Yeah, you'd put on the caftan yeah. and do the whole thing. Is that what it's called? Uh, that's what I call it. I don't know. I want to go. I want to go to Dubai. I had a buddy that used to do civilian work mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, and him and his buddies would always stop on the like way through to Dubai, and he loved it. It seems like lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah. like you just drive through champagne bars. <laughs> it just seems like they, they they live a way that I can't even fathom. Oh, what's going on, Streamyard? <laughs> That's cool. What's up with Cager? Who is Cager? That, Your Streamyard name update. A Cager. You know what a Cager is? No. A basketball player. It's an old-timey reference to basketball players. Didn't know this. Cagers, uh, there was a time mm-hmm. uh, when uh, they you would play basketball, and they didn't really have basketball gyms, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make sure that they weren't very good at catching the ball. The ball would get away from them, and to speed the game up, they just put chicken wire around, and <laughs> kept the, so the basketballers in the early days were known as cagers. Mm. The cage went on to protect as you became a pro and these barnstorming teams would travel around and you know play these you know games in small towns. Sometimes the team rolling in was not liked and they would be uh have stuff thrown at them. So the chicken wire then became a protective measure from uh, flaming quarters and the like to get it taken care of. No, I don't Hence know what's up. With, yeah, I don't and know that's our with, story for today, Ray. Oh, that's a, I don't know what's up with StreamYard. Yeah, yeah. so we're dealing with uh Joe was having his issues yesterday. If you can't see us don't we're, worry, we're, we're still here. We'll have to get another squirrel. Maybe by the end of headlines, it'll be back. I doubt it, but we'll try it. <laughs> Bora Bora.
Yeah, Bora Bora. On, man. Our, on our way to Bora Bora, don't mind them Blake lights. We'll get you all the way home. It is time uh, for the headlines. We call it the 411. James, give it to him. Here's the 411 in the 210. Headline 2. We'll start things off this hour as the Denver Broncos have hired Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett for his first stint as a head coach. The 42-year-old has worked with quarterbacks in all phases of the developmental curve and was scheduled to interview with the Jaguars on Thursday, but the Broncos had stepped in Wednesday night to get the deal done, preventing him from going to Jacksonville. This, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, his merits include stellar work with quarterback Blake Bortles as Jacksonville's offensive coordinator from 2016 to 18, where he helped lead that team to an AFC title game before going to Green Bay and helping Matt LaFleur win a record 39 games in his first three seasons as head coach. It marks Hackett's first stint as a head coach and will become Denver's fourth different head coach since the start of the 2016 season. Hackett's hiring also brings immediate speculation now about the Broncos trying to lure Aaron Rodgers to Denver, where his now girlfriend, Shaylee Woodley, lives in Boulder, Colorado. Perhaps along with the Packers star receiver, Devontae Adam, who is set to hit free agency this March as well. Most interesting part of that, who is Shaylee Woodley, Pledge? Is she an actress? Yes. yes. What has she played in? I think this is the most interesting. She was in the Divergent series. Oh, she I never was, saw that, but I know what she was talking about. going to be Mary Jane in Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man before they pulled the plug on that series. So he went actress to actress. So he likes actresses. Well, yes, he, he does. He went, wait, Olivia, Olivia Munn, Munn, but didn't he go Patrick after oh, that's Munn? Right. And, and race car drivers. Yeah. Oh, he was with Danica. So he, go, he keeps a celebrity is what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he likes someone that lives in the spotlight as well. But apparently she owns a home in Boulder. Yeah, and you know what? We talked about that a little bit yesterday, and I, I told Rob, the thing about it is when we're when you're in that honeymoon phase and you're googly-eyed, you do just about anything to be with them every day. So that, I don't think that's enough to get him to Denver. Rob, do you know the countries have gone to war over women? No, what I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say the word I wanted to say. Oh, it's true. <laughs> Half the money and all of that. <laughs> Uh, but you don't think the his 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 uh, fiance is enough to get him to Denver or the or his woman and the offensive I coordinator. I don't think the OC. I don't think it's enough. I think it's the first step. I think the, the key to the future of really of the entirety of the NFL, because there are two huge talents that are in the sway right here. Not just Aaron, but Devontae, who is the best wide receiver you know in football. Do you want to leave Devontae? But so no, you I got think Jerry Judy in a uh, they got Sutton, it. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant to ensure you get Aaron Rodgers to ensure it. Mm-hmm. You watch what Green Bay's doing, and you are sitting now finding the forty million dollars a year it's going to take, and you go get Devontae Adams, and then you secure the deal to go get Aaron Rodgers, because then he'll go. I'm in. So I, if I'm Denver, I'm not paying attention to where uh, Woodley lives. I'm paying attention to the negotiations between okay. Devontae Adams. Because if he stays, Aaron's staying. He's, I think Aaron's already told us this. But if they come, don't come to a deal, I'm going to get Devontae Adams. That's how you land Aaron Rodgers. But they have the ultimate trump card with a franchise tag for Devontae. They True. do. They do. And if they get him, I, I think it goes, if they can keep him and keep him happy, 
But Aaron has a no trade clause. And Aaron well. has a no trade clause. I think you stay. Okay. But I can't imagine that Green Bay will do both. I can't imagine that both will stay. They can't afford them both. No. So. Not with all the free agents they Denver, have. go find your money. You did the first step. Now you got to sign Devontae. Then you can get yourself an Aaron Rodgers. Headline one. Rafael Nadal is on the brink of history down at the Australian Open as Nadal is within one victory of the men's record 21st Grand Slam singles title. The 35-year-old Spaniard advanced into the Australian Open final for the sixth time with a 6-3-6-2-3-6-6-3 win over 7th seed Matteo Briarnetti earlier this morning. Matteo? Matteo. The more five setters you have, that just lets you know you're getting a little bit over. Well, that's four. That was a four setter. Four setter. But I think the the the, uh, the quarterfinals it was a five setter. Yeah. Quarters, yeah. So he's getting up there, but he's still just more savvy and better than you. We need more tennis stars, man. I need new. I need new blood. He'll be playing against U.S. Open defending U.S. Open champion Daniel Medvedev yeah, on Medvedev. Sunday to take. Uh, and that's going to be the match that he can make history. I, I want tennis to be fun. I want to be a fan of tennis. You like tennis? I, I do when it's fun. I do when there are compelling personalities. In tennis, I need compelling personality. For because, the last 20 years, I've only watched Venus and Serena. And Because, well, one, dominance, but compelling personalities. Because 110-mile-an-hour yeah. serves, that's basically what tennis has come down to for the men. There's not a lot of... You don't what, remember the the uh, the the days of five or six of these tennis guys that would kind of rotate, but they all were equally star worthy. Whether yeah. you had Agassi or Lindell or all those guys, Chang, that were, Chang and, and the, Sampras, they you, were all worthy of following because they were all different. You can no argue separation. they have that right no, now. There's no separation. Joker, Federer, Nadal. Those guys I mean, have been around for twenty years. What I'm saying is, I need new. Uh, how long? When was the last time we talked about I a men's? Know. Tournament I can't and name in the other. sentence was not the three. The Dolphetter or Jokic? Yes. I don't know. I can't name anybody besides those. Andy three. Murray. Ah. <laughs> I used to like Andy. Me too. But he brought that British kind of wow. The, there was something there, but we don't need it. Don't have it. And the women, they're compelling personalities, but it's like the UFC. They show up and they're gone. What happened to Coco? What? Where is she? She went out in the second round. I know. Yeah. It's like the UFC. They stand up, they win a title, and they Osaka. disappear for a while. Osaka, she went out like the third. We need new blood. We need some compelling personalities. What's the, there's there's a couple of bad boys that are getting better. Bill uh, Beer? Well, Joe couple, Dumars? No, there's a tennis dude that's consistently getting in trouble. <laughs> that's he's, But he, he seems to be rising in the rankings. And that might be enough. Yeah, it is. It's funny watching the Australian Open, and it's like 117 degrees on the court. America loves a bad boy. Good Lord. I mean, it, it's, yeah, right it's now? their summer. Yeah, let's go to Bora Bora, baby. Moving on. Headline zero. I'm down. <laughs> the, this one's for you, Rudy J. Uh-oh. The U.S. men's national team beat El Salvador by a score of 1-0 in a World Cup qualifier last night as Anthony Robinson scored the game winner in the 51st minute. It's the U.S.'s 15th straight home win against El Salvador since 1989, their longest such streak, as the U.S. currently sits in second in the CONCACAF standings with 18 points, just one point now behind the Canadians. I don't like being behind them. But they have two more games within these next six days to maybe catch Canada. But 
You know, we talked to Katie Goodman yesterday, and she said this was a game that they should win. She didn't call it a must win, but she said it's a game they should win, and they they, they went out there and got it. Had a lot of opportunities in the first half that they didn't capitalize on. But I think the weather kind of affected us over El Salvadorians. It was 30 degrees in Columbus, and El Salvador was like 83. You know what I mean? So I think, I mean, you go from 83 in January, then all of a sudden you're in Columbus, Ohio, and it's 30. You're going to be a little stiff. You know what I mean? You're going to be a little like, hey, I don't want, I don't, I don't, we don't want to play in the World Cup this bad. So shout out to the Americans. Good win last night. You're telling me it's a little warmer down near the equator? Yeah, it's a little bit warmer by the equator. How, how much did you see? I watched a little bit of it. I watched it. I watched the game. And- I, I can't judge soccer. I can't. I, what do you I, mean? You I can't tell who's, half. who's who's dominating? I, yeah, you can't tell because it, oh, they can't. didn't score till what late. It, it was in the second half, right? Yeah, second half. That first half, you they just kept watched. saying that we were playing well. I just couldn't tell. You know, if soccer was, if let's say a goal counted as six, like football, would that help? It might. Let's say one goal was six. And then two, then you're at 12. Like, that's what people are like, oh, well, there's only one goal. Well, some football games are only two scores. It's like 10, 13 to 10. You're right. I, I don't, but I can't read the trend. So I, the things I that can I can tell go when by. we're getting our ass kicked, and I can tell when we were like, we're, we're having our way. We were having our way in the first half. We just weren't on target. But I've watched games where the team, they keep saying they're dominating this half and they're playing defense more than they are on offense and they're telling me they're dominating and I can't figure out why. I can. The domination comes down to possession. How long you possess the ball. Well, see, like I just said, I have watched games where it seemed like how much time you spend in their third. They are defending their own net and they're walking off the pitch and uh, the announcers um, the presenter excuse me, the presenters tell us that they dominated the first half and I'm thinking, I no, saw you take did. like one shot. How did you dominate? But watching last night, I'm what it appeared we were playing equal, even, and I was told we were dominating. If you're we pos- did. if you're continuing to possess the ball and you live in the other team's third, then Well, we got a lot of youth. We got I like our, I like the direction we're going. I like this team. I like some of the kids we have. They pulled Pulisic late. I thought that was weird. Got, you got two more games in six you days. Rest them, man. <laughs> you gotta get you got a one oh lead. You, you go ahead and start resting yeah, some players. The uh but what I understand, the reason we're not afraid of uh, of uh, the Canadians is their draw is a lot tougher. The expectation is they're they're we've passed the meat of our draw. Mm. Right? Is that basically what we were getting okay. last night? That, and they're without one of their stars too. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. That's the four one one and a two one up. Good stuff, Pledge. So the World Cup's this summer, right? Yes. Well, this November. Oh, that's right. Cutter. 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 And if you watch the real sports on Cutter. Yeah, that was not easy. Yeah, Uh, that was a tough watch. Don't they kind of do that in Dubai, too? Do they? I have a feeling that there's some out-of-country workers that are taking care of these. Was it Dubai built off oil? Did they just find a bunch of oil one day, and then the next thing started building? Yes. 1,100 feet? Yes. 1,100 story buildings and islands? They do oil and all that implies. Okay. In every stretch. I'm just going to be LeBron. I didn't know. Hey, I ain't got nothing to do with that, man. I'm just selling Nikes. <laughs> you know just I mean? here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> what we got at 830, Rob? Oh, well, Carolina's on our way. CT. CT joining us as the Bulls are in town. Welcome to DeMar. Can they finally get another win? Can we start stacking them? I we'll think see. he's going to get a tribute, Rob. Now that I think about it, the Spur- that's just who we are. And what should We're our Southern, Hop- Southern hospitality. I would like to think that we will welcome him aboard and 
give them a glass of cold iced tea, and we'll pull out the picture book and look at our memories. Give them some mini tacos. Maybe. I don't think it's going to happen. Margarita, no salt. Carolina gets here next. We're looking at the Bulls. Kanye is talking <laughs> and needs to be shut up. Hey! Uh, he hey, needs to be shut up, man. Hey! Hey! Easy on yay. You start, you start spreading rumors like that. Easy. I don't care who you are. You need hey. to shut up. I don't know. If Whether they're true or not. He's off his meds. You need to shut up. Hey, man. Billionaires are crazy, Rob. I like his music. We hear it every morning. Good morning to you. Oh, we'll be yeah. right back with Carolina Teague <laughs> here on San Antonio Sports Star, so ESPN true. AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Get the latest on what's happening on the NBA hardwood. Behind the back dribble to the rim and the flush. Right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. r gets you ready for tonight's game. The Shootaround. It's R&R in the morning. Welcome aboard. We made it to Friday. Spurs get a home game tonight. Taking on the Chicago Bulls, our Spurs insider Carolina Teague joins us. C.T. K. Pasa, how are you this morning? K. Pasa Mufasa. What's up, C.T.? Good morning. Good morning, guys. I'm really excited for today. Today I'm a kid in the candy store. It's one of my favorite matchups of the year. Bulls, my favorite team in the Eastern Conference, and the Spurs, my favorite team in the Western Conference. So the best of both worlds for me today. We'll forgive you for that. What? What? what there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, there's nothing wrong with being great. a Bulls fan because you didn't stop being a Bulls fan in 2001. When Mike left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you held on to it, and it's been tough. So well, I'll give you credit for that, like being a Bears fan. If you're a Bears fan, respect, because it sucks yeah. being a Bear fan. It does. She so is a Bears fan. My life sucks. Well, I'm just, I, I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Can I say something really quick about sure. this? It's like your ex, you have that first love of your life, right? And I feel like the first love of my life was the Bulls. And then as I've gotten older, I have a new love. And my new love, they treat me good too, the Spurs. But, you know, it's like my ex-boyfriend is about to meet up with my new man at the club, and they're about to fight. So I'm excited about it. So you're excited about your... You see, this, this <laughs> is wrong words. I, I this is wrong with y'all. Never I spoken. At least you kept it real. Yeah, she she, she oh, kept yeah, it real. She's the kind that goes and gets a drink. Yeah, I'm going to get I'm a drink. Never. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> All right, so Damar is in town tonight. Yeah. Is, uh, are we playing him a video? Does he deserve... Should he get... A tribute video that likes that Patty Mills got. Or she loves everybody. She gonna say yes. She ain't never said anything <laughs> negative about anybody. You're like, of course we should. He's the more. He has such a good time with us. Go ahead. Okay. I'll let you okay, say. I it. Every- yeah, I need everybody See? who's listening right now. And I need uh, Rob, uh, Rudy J, Pledger. I need you guys to put your hands in the air like this. Okay. okay you I got put it hands up. In the air like this. Raise your right hand up. Okay. Now look at your hands. How many fingers is that? Five. 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 Demar Derozan is a five-time All Star. He's starting this year. That's my whole point of that. Average is twenty-six right now. Did I just do that? I can't believe I actually I, you got did me that. to do that. I, I can't believe I actually got it up there. All right, with the Bulls, we saw what we did against Memphis, and it was a worthy. Effort. It was a good game, right? It was. It was a worthy effort, right? But the Bulls are a different story. The Bulls are good, but they don't have Zoe. Anybody? They don't have Zoe. Levine's back, but they don't have Zoe. Zoe. He's I want Zoe and Caruso are their best defenders and they're both gone. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's true. I mean, even a uh, coach said that the losing Alex Caruso was one of their biggest defensive pieces and they're going to have struck. They're going to struggle with defense, so they're going to have to play way more aggressive and way more gritty if they want to come out with wins. And they're trying to figure out how to do that at the moment. I mean, that was a big loss. And I thought, honestly, that was like one of those Zaza Pachulia moments. I'm still kind of sad and hurt about how Alex Caruso went out. It mm-hmm. was a, it was, it was, it was messed up. It was a flagrant too. And I, I think you did that on purpose because um, Grayson Allen player. is a clean player. That was a mistake. Stop it, Rob. Let's... I don't know. No, great. You you sound like a Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, he's dirty. Like, he's like, been dirty Bucks. since he was in high school. Yeah. That's a dirty basketball yeah. player. He's he's well, the... he's bare feet at Niosa dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, the Milwaukee Bucks, they're Susia. handling Grayson Allen. Yeah, yeah, he's a Susia for sure. <laughs> Definitely a Susia for sure. He is. Uh, he's one of the ones that you know, like stay past uh, the oyster breaks closing time. That's yeah. gathering cups. Is. Moving on. Let's Let's find find out. Out. <laughs> Talk about these Spurs. Know yourself. Spurs come in tonight. They're relatively healthy. We can expect the double D starting, as always. DeJounte and Derek. We'll see Devin Vassell continuing that starting run. Keldon Johnson and Jakob Perla will round it out. No, Dougie McDermott's on the planned start. What happened? Well, it's, we're getting Vassell, who's yeah. getting that role now. But see, I like Vassell's energy off the I, bench. I, I don't know where Me to too. put him. I'm just glad I'm seeing him. I, I think, again, and if you can get these young, if you can grab them by their ears and let these youngsters know, like, the six man is so important. <laughs> Why are you running? <laughs> <laughs> the six man, you know what I mean? Like grab me by your ears and be like, hey man, the six man is important. Devin, I need you off the bench. I like yeah. Dougie to start the game because it opens things up and it opens up some lanes and things that Vassell, while he can shoot, he's not Dougie. You don't you don't feel responsible to Dougie like you don't feel responsible to Vassell like you do to Dougie, so it is what it is, but mm-hmm. how you see that? What do you see from night from your Spurs, Carolina? From my Spurs, my new boyfriend, the Spurs. Okay, so what I see from the Spurs is, um, I think the keys to the victory for them, they're going to have to limit the three point attempts uh, by Zach Levine, mm-hmm. uh, namely Zach Levine, because after Zach Levine, they take a dip in three point shooting with Nikola Jukovic, who's been inconsistent. So I think being able to guard them at the perimeter is going to be a big key for them to win tonight. Um, they need to have consistent rebounding throughout the game. Their game against the Grizzlies, Greg Popovich said rebounding was a huge issue. Too, and, yep. Yeah, and the Bulls out-rebounded the Raptors in their last game, 45 rebounds to 30, 34. So I think rebounds are going to be huge for tonight. They also need to minimize errors in the fourth quarter and just playing with more discipline. They tied the game up against the Grizzlies at 106, about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then you see uh, they had two tor- two turnovers that were really costly right afterwards, and then that kind of set the tone with how the rest of the game was going to go. So eliminating turnovers, having re- uh, being great at rebounding tonight, and those are, that's what I think is going to be the keys for them to be successful. Great stuff. Good stuff. Know your enemy. As Carolina told us, the Bulls are arriving shorthanded. Although I do, I like this lineup, even though they're shorthanded. Kobe White stepping in for Caruso, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Javante Green, and Nikola Vucevic. And I'll tell you, 
Vucevic does not get the credit he deserves. He's a baller, Rob. But he, what he does is what I would like to see Zach Collins do for the Spurs. Because Step out, he steps out, yeah. and when he does that, the reason those three guards play so well together is they get more court to play with because that lane is wide open. Amen. And it, the, when the Spurs, if we decide to go this route with three attacking guard forward types, we need Zach Collins just like the Bulls use Vucevic. Well, and I agree with you. I think that you is it Yukovic or Vucevic? I call it Vucevic. It's Vucevic. 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 As a vegan, Vucevic. Vucevic. I'm like Yukovic. I've been saying that for about a year now, and that probably sounds really crazy, but you know, whatever. And I think that, like, those are the good points that you brought out now. But I think that he does need to be guarded pretty well because, like I said, his shooting is Mm -hmm. inconsistent, especially in the past games when they. Um, when they lost Alex Caruso, he had to step in and be that person for them. So um, that's what my thoughts about him. Whoa. There we go. We got buttons. Inside, Inside the, the training room. room. I hurt myself today. I think it's only only the Bulls are missing people, right? Uh, Keita's uh, in the protocols, mm-hmm. last we heard. That's really the only thing that we're dealing with, and we could probably use that defensive presence that Keita Bates has offered. It, we're not, let's not kid ourselves. This is not going to be easy. No, it's a tough game. Even without yeah. Zoe and Caruso, this is a tough. This is going to be a tough task for the Spurs tonight. But attainable. Yes. They're missing pieces mm-hmm. that make that offense flow, and uh, this will get. this is a good opportunity for the Spurs to round into, and I think this is starting to feel pretty permanent with Devin Vassell playing at, at forward. It, it's feeling permanent. This is a couple games in a I row he's now. My, he's my favorite spur. So if we can get that it, and we get the presence from... Favorite, you, it is your favorite spur, Rudy Day. You bring him up every shoot-around. I, I know you... I, the way, you I, I, don't, I don't know about the tone. What The tone that sounded a little like you had a... Did you take issue with that? <laughs> I mean, I know you and Keldon are tight, and I know you started the yeah. campaign for DeJounte, and I love yeah. both of those guys as well, but... I mean, yeah. Vassell is you, the man. We will be out. They will be without Derek Jones Jr. If okay. you don't know who Derek Jones is, yeah. the dude can jump and land on top of the backboard. He has got springs yeah, for legs. He's, he's, he can fly. They're not going to have him today. This isn't going to be easy, but this has the look and feel of a game that the Spurs have circled. Yeah, the, go ahead, girl. Yeah, the Vegas odds are are two points. That's it. That's they're it. See, Vegas sees something yeah, too. That's it. I, I that is it. Vegas sees something too, so that's the part that freaks me out because mm-hmm. I never see Vegas. I hardly ever see Vegas give them two points. Well, the Spurs are at home, so that's three points. And the football. Spurs are at home, and they're missing the Bulls so are without three key pieces. So this is a pick 'em. I'm, I'm, I'm used to seeing like three and a half, even if there is injuries. So me seeing two points, I'm like, okay, this is a win. First of all, I'm kind of being a little bit greedy. I want them to go to overtime tonight. I do want to say that. Especially because these are my, this is my ex boyfriend beating up my new boyfriend or whatever. Either way, I don't know who's gonna win. Either way, I don't fight over females. I don't fight over females. I make you choose, and if you choose him, then hey, I tip my cap to that brother. Yeah, but I'm not fighting for you. If you had to fight for me, if I had to fight for you, sorry. But no. if you, you, but it happens. You know, sometimes the most no, it happens. The people you don't plan, you don't plan on it. I think I some mean, nobody plans on. Yeah. Uh, I think some do. I think no, there's some I, well-made I, plans. My brother-in-law will run down on you if you mess with his lady. So I, it happens. My brother-in-law is crazy. Sancho, Sancho, it's yeah, all the same. My brother-in-law is crazy. He's yeah. running up on you for she is, sure. She's Carolina Teague. She is our Spurs insider. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you next week as the Spurs continue. Let's see if they can knock one out on an East defender, an East team with DeMar DeRozan in town. Thanks for stopping Have by, Have fun Carolina. at the game. Bye, I'll be there. See you guys later. Have a great weekend. You too.
When we come back, he's back. Who's he? Kanye. My guy. See, Pete Davidson started stepping across the fence. And Kanye's went, feeling a little bit threatened. Kanye went and bought the house across the street so he could watch him. And there are there's some rumors <laughs> that did. no one should ever be no, that's not in cool. a situation. If this is true. We like his music. We just don't like him. We'll look toward the TMZ part of the world coming up next. Uh, big news coming out of the NFL uh, combine that's coming up around the corner. A couple of UTSA kids. We're going to hit that in uh, the uh, headlines. Got to tell you what to look for. It's going to be a great college basketball weekend. We'll give you what to... Uh, to look for scenic views from Twin Peaks, and we'll tell you what to cheer for. Lots to head in towards, so hang with us. You're on San Antonio Sports Star, and yet can only be found on ESPN AM 1250 and very soon 1033 FM. This is Joe Reinagle. Drive home with Jason Minix and me today at 4 ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. Thanks, Joe. Joe and Jason will be out at... Uh, Texas Cheer. They're out on Palo Alto tonight. Yep, number four. This is my favorite Kanye song, by the way. He is so ridiculously talented. Yes. And, you know, the creative faculties of those that have that in levels that I can't comprehend, I'll never understand the personality behind it. It takes... As with I think anybody. you got to be a little off. You do, and, and that's with anything. Any Whether you're a musician or a mathematician, when your brain is devoted so much space to that, things get weird. And Kanye's living proof of that, although I do think he has some a chemical issue. For sure. Uh, Pete Davidson, which is another... <laughs> I another can't believe it. When you star. look at Pete Davidson and then you look at his roster, it just don't add up. He, but see that is it. What is it? Kardashian is he that, has is a he type. that funny? No, Kardashian has a type. What's and the type? She has to take care of somebody. She needs to. She needs to mother and take care. Pledge is there. Uh, there's a lot of us Pledge that are willing needs for that. Help. But look at the Kanye needs to be taken care of. <laughs> I mean, that dude just needs to be taken care of for a lot of reasons. But he's he's a genius. Pete Davidson. I don't know if he's a genius. I know he needs dude. to be taken care of. Dude, like if I didn't know Pete, I'd like give him a dollar when oh, I walk yeah. by him on the street. Like, strung man, out, man. Hey, man, you do your thing, man. Good, God I hope bless you. Get better for you. Like, I, if I, I saw Pete and I didn't know whoever, man, God bless you, man. Make you take care decisions. of yourself. Yeah, God's watching, right. man. But no, he he's he's working out quite I well. I heard he's a tripod. That's what I've heard too. Yeah. He's got a little bit of Nick Foles. Yeah, I heard he's a tripod. A little bit of Nick Foles activity going on there. That's what my lady told me. Is there a video? And, and her and. <laughs> In the women's circle, I wouldn't know this. In the women's circle, in the women's chat rooms and stuff like that, my wife was like, well, I heard, you know what I mean? Yeah. You remember uh, that SNL skit where Pete Davidson came on and was like, Kanye, take your meds. I'm on them. They're great. <laughs> Which, true that. And see, Kardashian, she got a type. She got to take care but uh, Kanye, I know what you mean. Some people are like that. Yeah, some people everybody, everybody's like to type. Like to nurture. Some people like to nurture things. Everybody's got a type. Yeah, you might branch out, but you got a type for uh, sure. Kanye's spreading. Talking about Davidson having AIDS. Is that true though? <laughs> Did he really? We have confirmation that he's telling people that. I mean, what kind of confirmation do you want? I don't know. That's I, just, a, that's I thought TMZ was from, a reputable source. Oh, oh TMZ. Wow. Did T, is that from TMZ? Yeah. Oh, then yeah. There's, okay. That means there's tape. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> um, that's a twenty-year-old. You don't. Do that's that. an old-school kind of defamation, if yeah. it's defamation at all. If you want to quantify it, but that's no, what I should be able. To you see can't you do that. that. I don't care if you're spinning out of control and your meds are off. Right. Can't do that. 
Agreed. No, 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 no time for that. But it, I just don't get it. Doing which part? You know, I, as a man, you look at the unattainable and you see who the unattainable are with. You go, I get it. Yeah. Hey, like, oh, it makes sense. Yes. But when a when a, a a man such as us, you and I, Rudy, see that we go, I don't get it. It makes you think like, damn, I had a shot. Yes. Why didn't I swing? And that's <laughs> pledge. That, you see, kids. Pledge, you should have slid in Kim's DM. You make yeah. if, if if Pete can slide in, you can slide in. Pledge, you're much better looking and better dressed than him. Don't be abrasive. Don't be that guy. But also know you miss every shot you don't take. Yeah. You should have slid, Pledge. I mean, I did too late. Pete, should I start following her first? Well, Davis is going to spin out. I don't follow any of the Kardashians either, or the Jenners. I don't follow them. That's not my thing. Really, you don't? No. I thought everybody had to. Uh, no, that's not my thing. I, I get it. I, I respect it. I respect the hustle. They turned a tape into billions. I'm not mad at them, but it's not my thing. When we come back, I'm why gonna... aren't we praising the 49ers more? Or the Bengals. Well, the Bengals, I think, have a flash in the pan. I mean, they've got the newness to them. But when you think San Francisco, and where they were going to ad nauseum today on ESPN as they prepare for the game, you're going to see old school 1975 Power eye running football. I mean, they they line up and they yeah. punch you in the face for an hour, and we give them zero cred. But when you watch the highlights of what San Francisco does well, that's old school power football, the it likes is. of which that we haven't seen successful in it a is. long time. And Shanahan has managed to fool everyone because it is as basic as it gets offensively. It is man on man. It's money, money. Like I, I believe my guys are better than yours. And when you, and if beat, you don't get a good lead on us, we're going to continue to run it until we choke you out. You notice the teams that they've beaten, both Green Bay and and the Cowboys, look at themselves like, how did that happen? And what then, just happened to us? And then the end of the game, it's opened up the middle of the field, and you have Kittle running wide open. And I don't, I don't care how bad we think Garoppolo is. When the middle of the field is that open, any NFL quarterback is going to carve you up. And he carved up Green Bay in the fourth quarter because the running game overwhelmed them. And they just don't get the credit. We're going to look at that game. And the Bengals, they do have a puncher's chance as we come into a championship weekend. Can it live up to last weekend? Do we expect it to? And does San Francisco deserve the credit that I'm about to bestow? We'll talk about it next. Hang around with us. This is r r in the morning, and you're on San Antonio's Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250. And 103.3 FM. Uh, Rob Thompson, Rudy J. Uh, R and R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. R and R in the morning continues the nine o'clock hour, chock full of goodness, and then Friday begins. Halftime at noon, Michael Amendus will be with you. The Blitz is on the road today. Texas Cheerleaker number four down on Palo Alto. Rudy will be down there too. Yes, I'm sure there will be samples. Yeah, always samples. He knows I have his, he knows if I he want me if AD want me to come in there, he better have three or four different ones. And it's Friday. So it might be it might be more than samples. Samples are like little bitty. I need a a, a drink. <laughs> you need one too, Rob. I Need will after this day is done. Oh yeah, we got stuff to do. We got we have steady to work afoot. Yeah, like hey, sit down, Robin Rudy. Let's uh, 
Let's talk about R and R. You and why you did things. The uh, this weekend just feels like it's it's not an afterthought. But after last weekend, I just don't think I think we're all excited for football. We're ready to see who's going to the Super Bowl. But we all in the back of our minds know we're just coming off the most extraordinary weekend of of divisional championship football we've ever witnessed. Yeah. We'll, we'll not see that the likes of this probably ever again. Three field goals and a walk-off overtime touchdown to co- decide who's Crazy. playing for conference champions. With that being said, the storylines are rich. They just don't feel quite the same because I think in the back of our minds, we all realize that we could be looking at four completely different teams. I mean, it, it could have just as easily been the four teams that are sitting at home could have easily been playing this weekend, but for a breath, but for a, but the butterfly effect of one specific little play here or there. And I think that is why some of these matchups get lost. I don't know why we're not making a bigger deal of this 49er team. Because it's one of those things where we still, like, a part of us still doesn't believe it. A part of us feels like, ah, the Cowboys is kind of self-inflicted. Green Bay, uh, I don't know. Like, it's just one of those. It's just, I, I, I said it the Monday after they beat Green Bay. It's just like the Giants in 07. You just kept at some, we're just like, ah, they're vengeance. This, nah, mm-hmm. they can't. They can't go on the road three times. No way. Tampa last year, they can't go on the road three times. They can't go into New Orleans and Green Bay and then go, and then go to the Super. Nah, that's where we are with the 49ers is because it's like, and there's the Jimmy G factor. Because we keep waiting for him to get behind and have to actually use his arm to win, but yet that hasn't happened. Like the, it's genius. Yeah, it's not accidental that they haven't gotten there. Right. Kyle Shanahan is an offensive wizard, and he hasn't opened but a. He's running the ball like it's 1975, and I, I feel like if they had, if it wasn't Debo Samuel or Isaiah, what's his name, and they were running Eric Dickerson back there. Of course, or if Derrick Henry was standing back there, we'd be calling this the next thing. Why isn't, you know, this is, Shanahan has cracked the code. Why search for a great quarterback? I don't need one. That's why he's waiting. That's why there's no rush with him with Trey Lance. He's like, because regardless which guy I have in there, we're running the ball. And that's what a great coach does. A great coach, like, okay, this is who my guy is. Okay, let me figure out the best, let me figure out the best way to put him in position to win. You, you know, you can't just make, you can't turn him into Tom, but you can make the game plan around him as so he's successful. Same thing with Sean Payton. Exactly. It seems common sense. I'm just not going to let you lose the game for me. Right. I'm not going to put you in a position to lose the game for me. Because that intercept, was that, the interception Garoppolo threw against Green Bay? Oh, he had bad. a cut. Well, the one against the Cowboys was equal. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah he's, bad. I mean, he is apt. So you do everything you can. Shanahan deserves all the credit, but it's not because of the wizardry of this playbook where he's doing things miraculously different and new. He's turned the page. He's way back behind and we don't give him any credit. They're showing highlights today of them lining up Trent Williams in the slot in the H back position. He's pulling like a. By the time he turns the corner after a 15-yard run, it is like stopping is, a Volkswagen. That is the coldest left tackle in the game, and I don't really think it's close. That's a bad man. So Stafford, He didn't practice Wednesday, by the way. No, yeah, that's concerning. But when you look at the Stafford-ness of his <laughs> career, we... Early, I, I, I'm, the Rams are growing on me. Right? They are. It's like a song that you first hear and you're like, "Oh, that's awful." Then you're like, "You know what? It's kind of catchy." And then next thing you know, you're turning it up. 
That's where I am with the Rams. And we talk about McVay's offensive, I mean McVay's, Shanahan's offensive wizardry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sean McVay deserves credit for something other than his offensive wizardry. What, because his hair? At, well, his, his pe- hair, his all pecs, that. Well, all that. But think about how this season went for the Rams. Okay. For about six games there, we couldn't figure out what the hell is going on with this defense. You've got all pros at every level. You can't stop anybody. But it was a work in progress. It was getting Von Miller comfortable. Mm-hmm. It was it was making sure Aaron Donald was, you know, appropriately double teamed. Yeah. And giving him the protection. Now Jalen Ramsey's given up some big ones, but he's still Jalen Ramsey. Still Jalen. And that talent suddenly started playing. And I think McVeigh deserves some credit for the way he handled his season. Because yeah, there were some dips. They were some issues. They had to fix some stuff and they did. San Fran's beat them twice already. And with that in mind, that's the third and the final most important. It's so hard. As New Orleans. New Orleans beat New Orleans swept Tampa in the regular season. And then come playoffs, Tampa rolls into New Orleans and beats them in the playoffs. Doesn't mean it can't happen. It just means it's tough to do. And, you know, the Rams have the personnel to do it, but you know, who it's gonna come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. That's how I do view golf. It's not who hits the most really good shots. It's who minimizes their mistakes. So, you know, Stafford and Garoppolo have been known to give you one. Yes. Or two. I mean, we saw last week Stafford, they're snapping the ball while he ain't even looking. Like, they tried everything in their power to give that game away last week, and that's what scares you about the Rams. But the other thing about the Rams is this Odell pickup has came up huge since Bobby Trees went down. And it's like you can see week by week his chemistry and timing with Stafford getting is getting better and better and better. And then now they've developed a running game with Akers and Michelle. So and this is a division matchup. So it should be a it should be a it close game. It should be an extraordinary be. football game. Should be. It should be. And if it's not, it'll land on the feet of the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. If it's not an extraordinary football game and it's marred by turnovers and missteps, it'll land and fit the theme of the quarterbacks. Garoppolo was in over his depth, always has been. Matt Stafford is a failure waiting to happen. That's that's been the theme. Yeah. On the other side of that, it's the hot quarterbacks. You know, then in their first meeting, Chase had eleven catches, I think, like two hundred yards, two touchdowns. He went crazy on the Chiefs. But this is what I would say if I'm Zach. I'm I don't think you let Burrow pull a Josh Allen. I think the way for them to win this game is going to be through Mixon. I if I think if you try, I think if Zach Taylor tries to be like, you know what? I want my guy to go head up with Mahomes and we're gonna duel it out. We're gonna it's gonna we're gonna aerate it out. And he tries to pull a Josh Allen, they're gonna lose. If they try to take the air out of the ball and limit possessions, I think that's their way to win this game. Now, yes, you want to use Higgins. You want to use Boyd. You want to use Chase. I'm not saying go Garoppolo and throw the ball 17 times. But what I am saying is mixing, I would have mixing with 20 carries. Minimum 20, 20 to 25 carries and minimize because you're not going to stop the Chiefs. You're not going to stop the Chiefs, and I don't think Burrow is ready to be Josh Allen just yet. He's really good. He's clutch. The kid got ice water in his veins, but I don't think he's there just yet. So instead of trying to go and air it out or like, you know how you, you play the, 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 the Warriors and you're like, you know, we're going three for three with mm-hmm. them. No, you're not. They're going to, they're going to run your ass out the gym. 
I think you got to go to Mixon and give him that about 25 carries and keep Mahomes over there on one of them heated seats if they want to if they want to have a chance to win this game. And I'm giving them a puncher's chance. I don't think we're giving the Bengals enough credit. They're good. I, I find it interesting the mindset that you would have to have to do this. If you decide, you know, Michelle's going to get 25 carries today. Who are we talking about? I mean, Mixon. Mixon. Okay, yeah, you okay. decide Mixon's going to get 25 carries. It's not about the yards that we want him. Sure. It's uh-huh. more about the offense, keeping Mahomes off the field, and dividends that are paid when you run the ball in the first and the second that are paid in the fourth. Right. Do you think the Bengals have the wherewithal to be behind? To, to watch Kansas City be Kansas City, knowing that in the fourth quarter, if we do what I expect to be able to do, we will dominate the fourth quarter, we're going to run the ball, and we'll be able to, if we're down, come back. Does this young team and young Zach Taylor at head coach have the wherewithal of going, it's okay to be down 14 in the second half and still run the ball? I don't know. It's See, that's scary. You have to <laughs> because be you feel all like- <laughs> in on this. <laughs> yeah. And now the thing is also, there's probably a couple fourth downs you got to go. Yes. You're because you're like, to- if I give the ball back, then now they're going to go up two scores. And if so you make the mistake, in, right? you, it's, you can't come back from it. You're walking the high wire. But if you're going to do it, isn't this the time and place to do it if you're the Bengals? What do you got to lose? But do you want to go down doing the uh, They got the weapons, too. They got weapons, too, and their, and their quarterback is too young to know that he's he's supposed to be nervous. He doesn't, Joe Burrow doesn't really fear the moment, and he's not scared to make a tight window throw. So I just have a hard time believing anybody else that, other than Josh Allen, even though I'm in love with Joe Burrow, can go toe-to-toe with Mahomes and stare at him in his face like that with one minute on the clock and go down and score. I don't know if he's there yet, just talent-wise. He he's will there be with there. attitude, though. The attitude he believes he can. Yeah, yeah. I, and I would love to see him light a cigar up in the Kansas City locker room. I want. I watch Joe Burrow to see him light cigars where he's not allowed to smoke. There's something <laughs> to be said, the truth. And there's also, for our own personal, right. There's something to be said for a fan base and a team coming to the Super Bowl for the first time. There's something. I I can't imagine what L.A. would be like if it's overrun with Bengal fan. Because they don't know what to do. Super Bowl? Right. It's been 40 years. My dad can't even tell me what to do. We haven't seen anything like this. What was it, 81 since they've been here? Uh, They were there one other time. 81 with the 49ers. I think that was the last time. Yeah. I mean, it's been that long. And I love when... The Miami Super Bowl when Kansas City showed up. And oh. Kansas City Fed was having a blast. And New the, the problem in this era is New England fan has been to so many Super Bowls, it's just the rigor. It's just another it's the family trip. But when we when the new t- for us as we're going to be covering it for you, the energy that a new team provides is, is exciting to me. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you just because I can see the fan at home, like if I if you got this like buddy of mine got a brand new house, he's having a Super Bowl party. Do you want Bengals if you had throwing a Super Bowl party? Well, no, the TV network yeah. is worst case scenario. <laughs> you know what I mean? But as Spurs like, fans, hey, we man, understand. Got, yeah, we showed up to a lot of parties they didn't want us to be at. But guess what? We're crashing. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's another reason. David Stern be pulling his hair out oh like, oh man, Steve, here we go. It's again. gonna be seventy three to seventy two. Yes. Yeah, I remember we got, those days. We got the Spurs Nets. Are you serious? Oof. That was brutal. Oh. Spurs because Cleveland. Nets, yeah. At least they had LeBron that one time when he was a rook. Or and that second. was still a sweep. And, uh, yeah, and it was just gross. <laughs> 
So, yeah, they're so. not happy about it, but from my perspective, it's going to be a lot more fun if it's at least one team there that didn't expect to be there and hadn't been there in forever. And there's pressure on the Rams. There's pressure on Kansas City. There's pressure on San Francisco. They've all been there. There's expectation. The Bengals, shoot, man. Let's have us a party. Do you want to see the rematch from two years ago? I, 49ers see, and Chiefs? What I want is not what's good for me. What I want is the Rams and Kansas City scoring 50 apiece. Same. A four-hour, five-hour football game where the last team to get the ball wins. That's what I want. It might not be necessarily good for me because I think San Francisco and what they're capable of doing and what I want to see throughout the rest of the league where somebody can crack the code and find an offense that doesn't rely on a $40 million quarterback, I think it would be better for the league mm. in this copycat league that we've got. But I don't think we're going to get that. Remember that Rams-Chiefs game? Fellas from a t- couple years ago, when it was like a Monday night. It was like sixty-two to sixty. <laughs> remember that game? I, I don't know. It was something crazy. Yes, like I that. remember the game, and we love that. It's it's <laughs> bad did. football, and it takes forever. And that was golf. So could yeah. you imagine Stafford? So we won it, though. It's not necessarily good for us. Yeah, I don't really. And you know, I don't have a preference this time. No, I really don't. Because it's gonna be fun. Because I like because Burrow, Higgins, Boyd, and Chase. Fun. You you have to take the Bengals name out of it. And really watch them. They're exciting. Mm-hmm. So, and Mixon is a stud. Mixon's probably the best running back left. No, without question, he's the best running back left. He's the best running back nobody talks about in the NFL. Right. So yeah. I don't. I, I don't have a preference. I think any matchup works well. We talk about what's good for you. I know what's good for you. I know you need it. It's the headlines. Give it to Here's the four one one in the two one up. Headline two. A little pause in there. I was like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going it's pregnant pause. I wanted to grow the expectation. Nine months pregnant. <laughs> that was a hell of a pause. <laughs> we'll start things off this hour with UTSA running back Sincere McCormick, who's received an NFL scouting combine invitation along with offensive linemen so Spencer Buford and safety Tariq or defensive back Tariq Woolen as the first row burns to take part in the scouting combine since Mark and Davisport back in 2018 when he got selected 14th overall by the New Orleans Saints that year David Morgan was the first US UTSA player ever to participate in the scouting combine in 2016 as he was taken in the sixth round by the Vikings being the first roadburn drafted. How is the third team All-American get invited last? Because he's from University of Texas, San Antonio. But I think there's other forces at play no, here. No, I'm talking about he got invited third from his teammates. I, I know. That's weird. I was I was wondering what took so long this whole time, but whatever. I Go guarantee ahead. you. Former coach at Incarnate Word, now offensive coordinator at Washington State. Talks about recruiting his quarterback, uh, Cam Ward. Uh-huh. He saw Cam Ward practice. Who He practiced on a fo- he played high school football on a team that never threw the ball. They throw the ball like one time. This guy shows up to a combine. He sees him throw. He says, stop throwing. Don't talk to anybody. Trust me. Trust me on right. this. I'm going to offer. I can't offer you early because if I do, everybody's going to go, why am I offering this guy? And they're going to ask you to throw, and then they're going to offer. Right. I think some of that plays here. With Sincere? 
with sincere. I bet there are four NFL scouts that are were praying that he didn't get invited because mm. they know they got something here. I'd rather not the rest of the league see him. He's a third round NFL running back. He is going to that get drafted between in the, the third tackles. round. Somebody is going to draft sincere McCormick in the third or fourth round. There is no Agreed. he does everything an NFL team needs. He even protects in the backfield. I agree with it, that. So there, I don't look at this as a negative thing. I think that there are some guys that were burying him on their scouting list like, oh, this is my guy. This is my diamond. Yeah. Great he's going to perform. I think his 40 time is probably going to slow him. I think that there's uh, a little question there. ain't going to be the greatest 40 time. But, there's a, but game film don't lie. Amen. You're going to get drafted. NFL draft is April 28th through 30th in Las Vegas. Headline one. Viva. Exactly. Are, are we going to? I think the stars should be there. I think they should too. <laughs> Unfortunately, we might be paying it out of our own pocket. <laughs> Sources say Dallas Cowboys Mike McCarthy was told he is returning as the head coach in 2022. Both Jory Epstein of USA Today and Ed Werder of ESPN are reporting this. That despite Cowboys owner and general manager Jerry Jones declining to comment so far publicly about his return after their playoff exit in the wild card round to the San Francisco 49ers. With Sean Payton walking away from the New Orleans Saints this week, it's only intensified speculation regarding Mike McCarthy's future, given Jones' affinity for Payton, a former Dallas assistant under Bill Parcells. Why does it take a month to get in this? Not a month, but three, three weeks. Jerry knows how to find a microphone. Why, did, why does it take three weeks to get your message, vote of confidence? Message received. Message you're on, sent. You're on notice. Message received. Again, I, I, I'm, I'm having. I have a. I have a big head, and I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. Like two years, dude. Like you get two years, really. I'm having when, a hard time wrapping my head around that. I'm just wondering when the my last brain, time whatever. that a coach that was basically given the assurance that That's he was coming back. Was back the year after that. Well, you never want the dreaded vote of a, yeah, the vote of confidence. You is never the kiss want that. Death. But the thing that I take away from this week, this two week period, is I have no. I'm pretty comfortable with the fact that when the when Jerry and McCarthy spoke the first time, that that discussion was you'll be back. I don't think McCarthy ever had a doubt in his mind. Me. That doesn't mean your your owner can't change his mind. That people can't get in his ear. But I don't think McCarthy was ever worried. And I think Jones knew that. So he wanted to make him squirm and never talked again. Mm. That was by design. That was to make McCarthy understand, yeah, you're coming back, but... Uh, well, you, I, remember, you remember that pause we got when we asked him? So you're the coach of the Cowboys, right? And there was like that pause and we're like, what happened? But you thought it was coffee. Yeah, he was drinking. It was so coffee yeah. break. Nah. He was like, I'm acting... <laughs> I was like the pregnant pause that Rob tried to start the headlines with. <laughs> the I, again, I don't think is. I don't think you should get fired after twelve and six, wild card or not. And McCarthy was never fired. No, I, don't I don't think he think ever so had either. any any worry at all. But Ma- but Jerry had to let it be known to everybody. I'm not happy. It was skillful in his. No, absence, he was upset. But it sucks to be McCarthy when that happens to you, because your owner left you out to drive for a week. Just let you, you hang it in the wind. Pretty much Super Bowl or bust, literally. And no matter what you say, I mean, he could have come out every day and said, look, Jerry told me I'm the man. No, you know he didn't. Right. Because now Sean Payton's available. 
And now Don, Dan, Dan Quinn might be leaving. He might be staying. After okay. uh, week one, if the Cowboys have 10 penalties for 85 yards, what are the odds that's the first question asked? So what about oh. penalties, win or loss? Uh, that's about 90% chance that's the first question asked. If they win, it won't be. Just win. We'll worry about the other stuff later. Okay. Moving they, on. They did that this year. Yeah. And he's still here. Nine zero. The Houston Texans completed an interview with Los Angeles Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell earlier this week for their head co- coaching vacancy. This, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. O'Connell was a finalist for the Broncos job before they eventually landed on Nathaniel Hackett, who also interviewed for the Vikings. O'Connell got his first job on the Browns staff in 2015 has also worked with the 49ers and Washington football team before he joined the Rams this past season. Would you take a job with the Texans? I don't care who you are. Would you take a job with the Texans right now? I, I have to. There's only 32 of these jobs. I, I, okay. And if I can get if I can get my hands on one, I can, I can always be a coordinator anywhere. Anytime, anyplace, I can be a coordinator. And the other thing you have to think about is this. Is anyone really going to hold it against me if I don't fix that? I don't know. I don't I, think I honestly so. Don't. I mean, with the whole Deshaun thing looming, like you wouldn't hold it over him. But again, the coordinator job ain't going anywhere. Only thirty-two head coaching jobs. I'm not turning it down. I, I guess. Take it. I, I guess. I'm just answering the question. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure some people feel differently. Man, you show up there. You go it's to horrible. interview. Like, who's my quarterback? Who? who, who? Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Tyron Taylor. Nope. Deshaun. Oh, Tyron's he's gone. Tyron, yeah, Tyron's gone. Yeah, I guess you're right. You have to take it, but man, I'd take it just by default. Nobody else is hiring. I'll take right. this job. Moving on. And the Saints have... Uh, That's the 411 and a 210. Saints have requested an interview with Byron Leftwich, according to Shefty. What do you think of that? I think that's, that feels right. Yeah. He knows the division. Yeah, Josh McDaniels, Raiders, Leftwich, Saints. And Leftwich has history with Winston. So Schefter also reports that the Saints are interviewing former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, who also interviewed for the Texans job. Got to tell you, that's the job. I didn't see Flores landing there. I, yeah. You you mentioned the Texans job. Yeah, I think and the, the Flores... dumpster fire that it. Is well, what about the Saints when you're 75 million over the cap, no quarterback, you're going to have to excise half your roster just to fit under the salary cap this Michael coming Thomas year. Michael Thomas doesn't want to be there. Michael Thomas well, doesn't want to be there. Gone, maybe he does. True. You but might still have a, a wide receiver. There's there's a lot of things with that organization that leave you to go. Whew. Yeah, but at least they're a, a franchise with uh, potential. They're not the worst job available. There's several. What was the Saints? Yeah. There's several worse jobs. Now, you're right. A way over the cap, no quarterback prospect. I think the prospect. Giants and Texans are worse. Uh, I'm not sure about Jacksonville. Maybe. Jacksonville's worse. I mean, there, there are situations out there that are just... only Yeah, because their coaches looks like you left them in shambles. Yeah, there's no hope. Yeah. No matter what you do. At least if I showed up in New Orleans, I got a Camara. I mean, if, the hope is Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Yeah, you're right. And I think with if you take the Saint job... The Bensons are going to understand, look, we're way over, but the, you never want to replace a legend, ever, in any circumstance. Agree with that. Because no matter what you do, you're always going to be compared to that. When we come back, we're going to tell you what to watch. You've got scenic views coming your direction.
give away some Bob Dylan tickets? Yeah, let's do it. I like giving the people that support us. Yes. So we're just stealing from him. We are. Menez now? Well, you know, it's good to sit in my seat. Yeah, let's jack him. He's a rookie. He's got two pairs. He's a rookie. He can, he's, you know. he's got this fancy new article out now. Now he's like, I'm going to start taking all yeah, these things. Like, oh, Menez is a rookie, dude. He's still got to bring warm donuts. If we want to take his tickets, we take yeah, his tickets. Take his tickets. Hey, what are you going to do about it? Tell him to come see me in the hallway. Yeah, we'll give away some Bob Dylan Three o'clock high. Two-hour <laughs> early birds. You won't be here. <laughs> so if you're an early bird and you know what that means, sound off in the appropriate way. Yes. We're going to give away some Bob Dylan tickets. How old is Bob Dylan? You looked it up. 175 years old. I think he's 80. He's 80. I hope I can get on the stage and tour at 80. Well, it's not like Bob's in any concern about losing his voice because he never had one. Damn. Well, it's true. He just kind of, he's a poet who plays the guitar is what he is. Uh, But era that, quite frankly, is before me. But Dylan's coming. The times they are changing. We're going to put a bow on the show. Look forward to a fine weekend. Tell you what to watch. Tell you what to cheer for. Mm, mm, and tell you how to get to Texas uh, Cheer Liquor number four. Number four. Uh, oh. Palo Alto for the Blitz. Hold on tight. We'll be right back. R&R in the morning continues here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. Sports Breakfast for your ears. Rob Thompson, Rudy J. R&R in the morning on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. This is R&R in the morning. Don't mind them brake lights. We'll get you there. We thank you so much for joining us today. Quick programming note. Do us the great service of going on your radio dial, whatever dial you might be using. Okay. And finding 103.3, because that's where we're moving to. On Tuesday morning, you're going to wake up at 94.5. We'll be playing the Wii, which is fun. It's good music. But it won't be us. It won't be Michael and Menace. It won't be Greeny. It won't be the Blitz. It won't be Fine Bomb. It won't be uh, James and Jack. It won't be any of that. It will be music. So to get that, 103.3 FM. And if you're sitting in the great Northwest, we will be a lot clearer. We'll sound taller. We're going to look good in fashionable clothes. We're excited about this. So make sure you're ready for it. Are you looking forward to a weekend of doing nothing or a weekend of ripping and running? What you got going on? I got nothing going on. Last weekend was a total wash because we had football starting at three o'clock, both Saturdays and Sundays. So there wasn't, I didn't, I got lucky, got to watch this weekend. I don't have that excuse, but for basketball fans, specifically college basketball fans, it's going to be a good weekend. Great games this weekend. Great. Did you say Kentucky, Kansas? Kentucky, Kansas is going off. We've got the Big 12 SEC Challenge going on. It's a little cross-pollination between the two conferences as conference play has really picked up. In the Big 10, you got Michigan, Michigan State going on. If you're a college basketball fan or if you're getting ready for your brackets, time to start paying attention. Yeah, about a month out. A little over a month. If you, yeah, we're almost there. And this is the time to be a college basketball fan. So for your scenic views, as if you're heading for to Twin Peaks this weekend, remember, all weekend long, you're going to have great college basketball. They're going to have the games on on Sunday. Scenic views from man caves all around the buildings. Make sure you're taking advantage of that. Head over to Twin Peaks today for happy hour and all weekend long. Scenic views come with the territory because, oh, they are fantastic. The uh, All-Stars starters were announced 
last night. And never did I feel more San Antonian, more San Antonio Spurs fan than I did last when I saw DeMar DeRozan as a starter for the East. Deservedly so. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to take beaters. anything away. Yeah, no, no. He's balling. He's playing out of his mind. And the circumstance that we find ourselves as we welcome him home or welcome him back to his rental property uh, tonight, after him venturing off into a bigger market and getting all the all of the, the bona fides he deserves. I mean, my goodness, he was that good with us. He just didn't have this kind of a team around him. We were young. We're young, and he's better. He's better for being with Pop. He even acknowledged that. Yeah. But when you look at uh, the All-Stars in general, and you think of where the Spurs sit, if I'm a free agent, I just don't want to go someplace where, you know, All-Star might be a kicker for an extra contract, a little bit more money, that kind of connotation. And knowing where we saw DeMar being the same guy playing on a bad team and going to a good team in another conference in a bigger market, same guy, all-star starter, money coming, accolades, justly deserved. San Antonio, you just lose four straight, and you're now the 85th best player in the league. How do you how do you overcome that as a Spurs general manager? When you go recruit guys, how do you overcome that? Um, you say, hey, we traded for him, and now he never wanted to be here. But I don't think anybody would take away his effort on the court. I mean, no, the, no, I'm not saying that. The way you overcome there, it's just like, uh, I mean, you gotta overpay. That's the only way. And I don't think they're in the business of doing that. Not often. I don't, anyway. remember, I don't remember them overpaying for anybody except Pal Gasol or trade, overpay right. or trade. And as we sit today, the trade market is beginning to heat. It's it's time to start talking. And we know that Atlanta has already started talking, making some. Calls some reach outs. They heard to. they're awful. And one of the guys that was circled last summer, a guy that would be physically appropriate to, I think, what the Spurs need. And I think the Spurs even told us about that, but because there were some conversations re- regarding John Collins. It's 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 tough to be here right now, Rob, is because it feels like we're in the era of the mid to small, the small to mid market dominating. Phoenix, Memphis, Utah, Denver, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Cleveland, like all the little, all the smaller markets have started to turn the corner. But, but keep in mind, there was a long turn for a lot of these teams. Like a lot of these teams have been drafting top 10 for 10 years. And now this finally coming to fruition. Like, okay, we missed on him. He's good. Missed on him. He's good. So it takes time. That's what I want people in San Antonio to understand. It took time for Memphis to get here. Utah, Denver, Milwaukee. It took multiple, Cleveland, multiple drafts of top five, top ten before you're like, oh, 30 and 19. You know what I mean? Like, let it breathe. We just got here. And one of the more significant things about the teams that you just named. Which one? All of them. It was... Not a significant free agent addition amongst any of them. I mean, Chris hey, Paul landing in Phoenix. That, that's, that's, that's why I left them out. But, but it's worthy of, of talk. I mean, he's a $40 million mercenary. They went and got him, and he put him over the top. But Booker, Aiton, that's all draft. That's all draft. You look Bridges? At, is Bridges draft? Yeah, he's draft. Mikael Bridges yeah, is draft. draft. He was draft and trade. Remember, they traded for him. Yeah, Cam, the guy that can shoot with the big hair. Cam, he's a draft pick out of Carolina. See? You look at what they did. You look at uh, Milwaukee. Now, they had some timely signings. They have some guys they brought in, but they're the kind of guys that the Spurs would chase. Mm-hmm. 
not the $45 million. I Drew Holiday was a Drew trade. Drew Holiday, I mean, well, we're, I think his name is Mud right now, but Grayson Allen was a free agent pickup that has performed for him. They signed Chris Middleton, but he was a... That was draft. The though. draft and then re-signed, so it's kind of a free agent. They paid him the money to stay. You look at what Cleveland has done. They've done it through the draft and through trades. Jared Allen got there via trade, trade right? But not a big name free agent landing. This what, what I'm getting at is the Spurs are going to sit with about forty million dollars to spend next year. But if you're going to have to overpay, that's going to work out to one guy, a mid level guy that we've overpaid, or two lesser guys that are getting exactly what they earn, they mm-hmm. deserve. Or you're going to have to make a deal, like we saw with Cleveland. Cleveland made a deal for Jared Allen. For yeah. Jared, they moved guys. Denver, to some extent, made a deal when they brought in Aaron Gordon, but they've drafted appropriately. Yeah, I mean, Murray, Jokic, drafted, drafted. MPJ, drafted. Spurs have done that, but as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline, I don't like the uh, the idea that Brian Wright is not taking calls. That's not true, but I, I do think that. that they're very active here, and I, they read the tea leaves. They know it's not easy to bring in a free agent. We have all this money, but I'm just not sure we're going to be able to spend it. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, there'll be somebody to take it, but it's more than likely going to be um, like those those veterans. But you're not going to get those guys until your team, like like a Memphis right now, sitting third seed, all draft, thirty three and seventeen. If they have a mid level contract, somebody's going to come want to take that. Yes, like I like where they're going. Like before you start getting the middle of the road guys, you got to be on the path trending upward. We're not there yet. So that forty million, we might it might just sit in the bank. Because we don't get the guys that are looking for the title. Not right that'll now. That'll take exactly what they're worth and worth and maybe a little less. Right, not right now. To go chase a ring. We don't get those guys. We used to. And that's my biggest beef with, with Carl, who's gonna be doing the blitz today. It's like, well, why would we use that money on that guy? Why would we use that on marketing? Why would we use that on Collins? We're gonna have this money offseason. Because right now there's nobody that's going to want to take the money. From somebody that's 18 and 31. That's just not what they do. And we also have to keep in mind the record, the market, and the coach. It used to be the coach was enough. It was the coach was enough to get LaMarcus. The coach was enough. But it makes me mad because then they'll do the anonymous polls and vote. The, the, I want the most co- the coach you like most likely to play for, Pop. Prove it. Yeah. You know oh, what no, I mean? I mean, like y'all always vote for him, but then when he shoves a contract in your face, you're like, "No, I don't want to work that let hard." Me, let me think about it. I'm gonna shop around. I was talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you vote for him in these stupid unanim- anonymous polls. Whatever. What do you mean? I can basically be the coach if I come here and make all the plans and yeah. when I show up and exactly what's in the green room. Everything, the whole nine. Tell you where you can and can't interview. The whole nine. James Harden ran Houston. Did he? Yes. Yes. I I mean I I just watched him play. I didn't pay I didn't pay close attention to what was going on. They gave off him the court. free reign of the organization. And Daryl Morey's willing to do it again. It'll be in Philadelphia. I mean, whatever was going on there, it didn't sour his relationship with his general manager even after the trade. And he's been telling people he hates living in Brooklyn. Which I taxes are pretty rough. I don't even know if it's the Texas, just like some places, just like when you when you leave Texas and you had thirty acres to yourself and no one could see, smell, hear your music versus now you're in Brooklyn and everybody's on top of you. I would have thought that was the dream. Well, see, that's the thing. It's not it's not for everybody. I would have thought 
if you're going to live in Brooklyn or in the city. I would have thought Atlanta's the dream for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to live in the city, you might as well be a multimillionaire. If you can't, if you don't enjoy it then, you're never going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. He's reportedly told people he hates living in Brooklyn. Now, well, I don't know if he lives in think the he likes rural, Philly? rural area. I don't know. I just know he likes Maury. Him and Maury are tight. I do know that it, if you go through a, one of these nor'easterns, it's going to change your mind. There is the bomb cyclone. There is the bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. There is that. I mean, you're sitting around waiting on that to come. At least we're not dealing with that. Hey, let's look forward to a good day of Sports Talk Radio. Michael Jimenez will be here at noon. We'll look at what he's got going. There has been word coming out of Dallas that Jerry Jones has arranged an impromptu interview with the boys on the fan. I wonder what he's going to talk about. We'll look forward to that. Put a bow on it. This is r in the Morning here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. This is Joe Reinagel. Drive home with Jason Minix and me today at 4, ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. Welcome back to R&R. Man does not live by football alone. There's lots on this weekend. Let's get to some uh, scenic views. Scenic views. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Oh, those scenic views. <laughs> Yeah, we're winding down the NFL schedule. We've got but three games and a Pro Bowl to get off. But uh, basketball picks up steam. And if you're a college basketball fan, this weekend, and while conference play is in full force, the Big 12 and the SEC decided to take the weekend and square off. Lots of good games to be had this weekend. You're going to get Kansas and Kentucky. That's going to be the uh, showboat game. But... See Akbaji. Akbaji is going to be a top ten pick. Ty Ty Washington going to be a top ten pick. We're going to have for you tomorrow. Not only do you get to watch it at uh, your local Twin Peaks for a scenic view, it's going to be on our air. We'll have Baylor, Alabama. Baylor in a quest to maintain. That's a good basketball team. Not getting the cred that Auburn is. Auburn number one in the country, taking on Oklahoma this weekend. Okay. Tune into Auburn. Watch Jabari Smith. He's a worthy candidate for the Spurs front line. Well, if the Spurs are picking that high, he'll be gone by three. Yeah, he'll be gone. No later than three, right? Possibly two. Here's the question, because you were talking about trading for John Collins. Would you give up this year's first? For John Collins? No. If I had a top three pick, I wouldn't be trading no, it. No. Because you don't know that it's a top three pick, and John Collins could alter what that pick is. I look at John Collins with a, a little sideways now. Atlanta has buyer's remorse. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a paycheck and a lack of effort because of the paycheck, but I would look at them a little sideways and the cost, uh, the reparation. That wouldn't be just John Collins because I know what they're asking for, and I'm going to need a little bit more than that. TCU's taking on LSU. Duke's at Louisville as they look for a new coach. Uh, Michigan State, Michigan is always a great battle. College basketball types, look, we take over college basketball here at uh, the Star. We'll be out at uh, Twin Peaks that first Thursday and Friday, as we always are. We love it Y'all here. Y'all do like a marathon out we there, We right? take it over. And Rick Barnes makes his return to Austin. Yes. I was saving that mean? for last. Tennessee oh, coming wow. into to Austin to take really? on. Yes. And as Chris Beard and his Longhorns go... 
They are not in the top 25. Shaka Smart is, as Marquette has jumped in. Arizona, Arizona State, rivalry weekends. You're going to have Missouri and Arkansas going at it as well. Or Missouri, Iowa State, excuse me. Tune into college basketball. If you're a basketball fan, you owe it to yourself. It's getting good. And of course, they got the of course Sunday. Tonight, you're going to be <laughs> out at uh, Texas Cheerlicker. Yeah. Joe and Jason will get it going. You'll be out there with them and uh, some samples. Last day, it was, uh, it was Sweet Wines. Didn't you, t- you had sweet yeah, last wine. time with sweet wines because what is that like, like a prosecco? What is, what exactly is a sweet wine? I don't know. I, don't, well, I thought you were tasting rosé. Oh, okay. Rosé is a sweet wine, and moscato is a some. That's form it, of moscato, sweet, not prosecco. It's a form of a sweet wine, so things like that. Don't drink that. Um, I ought to be in the mood. You know. Let me ask you this, and James answered this as well. Do you refrigerate your red wine? I don't. I know people that do, that even though, a, and they're wine people. But they don't. They like it. They like it cold. I do room temp. Yeah. It depends what red it is. If it's a cab, a Pinot Noir, or a Merlot, a it is staying at room temp. Do you chill a Shiraz, James? What's a Shiraz? Another grape. Another wine? Yeah, another grape. I don't know. I just don't like. <laughs> you don't like cold wine? I don't like cold red wine. I can tell you that of any of any flavor that jumps right down the back of my throat. Do you have a wine little no, refrigerator not, no, thingy? No, I don't. Uh, I'm not a wine guy. I'd like to be. Yeah, I'm not either. Like I, I got like, what happened was I never did it, and then for our wedding we got a bottle and we loved it. So here and there we'll partake, but we don't know anything. We don't keep track. That's the other thing. When you do find one, you have to remember. You have yeah. to take a picture because yeah. if not, you'll be you'll you'll be looking forever to find another one that you like, especially red. And the other issue is I like red, and my wife likes like the sweet wines, the, the whites. whites. So Rieslings. Uh, yeah, Riesling is a well, – there's always a bottle of Riesling in the refrigerator. My oh, wife okay. likes that. I've but, got one in there right now. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't dislike it, but that's just not what I go to. And because I like red and she likes white, we never really go get it because we always end up with half a bottle. And that's no good for anybody once that air hits. Yeah. and then, supposed to finish it, Then right? you feel obligated to finish it, and you wake up the next day with one of those headaches, expensive yeah, I've I've gone on wine tours just because it was fun. See, that's what I want to do. I haven't done, done a one. wine tour where I go to like a tasting or something yeah, like that we, out at a at a vineyard. Went to three of them with like four of the couples. It's a good time when you're doing it like that, and then you end up buying a couple bottles mm-hmm. and little tastings. It's cool. It's a good time when you're with other couples. Yeah, that. Uh, you almost if you're doing that, especially in that Fredericksburg. Yeah, that's region, where we were. Just go ahead and get some place to stay. That's a long drive home. <laughs> Oh, no, we went on a party bus. You took a bus up there and back? Oh, that's the way to do it, then. Oh, yeah, but it'd probably be better to get an Airbnb and just stay in Fredericksburg, keep the party going after the tour. So we're one weekend away from the Super Bowl. We leave a week from Sunday, and your coverage brought to you by AA Best Bell Bonds will be as complete as it ever has. In fact, more Super Bowl coverage than we've ever offered. Because we will be live with all five of the talents. Seven hours? Well, I'm not sure how live we're going to be during the day. Michael Menace will be there, but we'll be doing other things. We might oh, have some, okay. James yeah, and, and Carl will be manning the desk while we will be coming in and out as we offer front-to-back coverage live from Los Angeles from uh, Radio a, Row and all that goes along with it. We're going to be a active. Media, a media party at Universal Studios. At Universal Studios, cigar party with Ditka and Jaws, and that's just the very beginning. 
So uh, Rudy and I are going to go look at the tape, and we really are. We're going to practice really hard. You guys have a safe weekend. Take care of each other. We will talk on Monday. This has been R&R in the morning.